He is going to drop the throw. Fires deep along the right sideline for Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. He's got it. Touchdown! Touchdown! Alec Pierce spikes it into the end zone. Touchdown! I-N-D-Y! A 32-yard grab over the shoulder snag. Good evening, everybody. Look at all this blue. Man, I love coming oh, in here and seeing all this blue. Just all, And then he's got the black. You got the black. All right, good evening, everybody. It is the crew. We are back on a Saturday. Finally, we got some more people other than me and Zach. Last week was a fun episode, though. It was good just chatting it up with Zach last week. Uh, we have 50 days until kickoff. Less than that, 50, right? 50 days. That's what I'm talking about. Is that, is that until regular season? Regular yeah. season. Okay. I think it's like say, I think yeah. it's like I think it's like 19 days till preseason. Hell yeah. 50 days, 50 days till regular season. First preseason game is my daughter's birthday, so I won't be watching it. But I will be it's uh, just a preseason game, it don't matter. I get out of JRTC two days before our regular season opener. So just in time to see AR's debut. I'm pumped. I get to uh I get to enjoy like the first month of football before I gotta go back to work. I'm jealous. <laughs> What's up, That's, Chad, man? Always the first commenter. Hey, Chad Chad commented at 6.51 from YouTube. <laughs> he was ready. Uh, he was ready. Love having He shared our, our post on in the group at like 7.15 my time. So yeah. All, it was all like, 7.15 Central, come watch the guys and kick it with the crew. And I was hey, Chad, all, Chad's a part of the crew, man. Always holding it down. He for is. Us. He is. He's the MVP, man. He shares all of our stuff on Twitter as well. He does, and he, he he defends us when people like talk shit too. Like he goes, he goes pretty hard. We got shooters out here, man. I wouldn't do that. Like we we're grown men. No, he he doesn't. He's not like ignorant about it. He's like tells him, well, why don't you come watch the show then? Come see, come see. I don't, just don't like the, the creepy emails I get from people who I don't know wanting to talk about the show after I've been on the show. You yeah. get creepy emails? Dude, I got a creepy email last week from some dude named Paul who's all like, how are we looking this year? And I was all like, who are you? <laughs> that, that well, what, what'd you tell him? <laughs> oh, I it deleted it and ignored it. Like, nope, uh-uh, nope. No, hey, also, no, also with some news, with some news, with some news, uh, we are – we have been doing some collabs with some people on IG. Um, I think he goes by Colts Coalition or Colts News. I don't one or the other. We've just been kind of going back and forth, chit chatting with him, and he's making graphics and stuff. So I just want to give that guy a shout out for uh, letting us let, letting us do some things with him and, and talking some football with him and and his buddies and Is he actually good stuff, doing man. Our graphics? Not our graphics. No, he does his own. Uh, but, but he but he creates his graphics, and we're just in there. Pretty much, so I do our graphics. I know, and that and that was going to be my headline too. My headline was going to say my graphics are better, but that was <laughs> not like a shot at, at him or anybody because he Double does brag. good graphics. But it, <laughs> but hey, my graphics hurt my, pretty good, DeMarco, man. I put work DeMarco, into it, man. Demarco hurt my soul. Oh man, I, I get yelled at because I spend too much time trying to work on these graphics, and y'all out here trashing on them. <laughs> no, no. See, that's what I tried to say. I tried to say these guys have time. I'm trying to. Yeah. Tell I'll sit here. I'm trying to work, and I'm like trying to put this stuff together. Like, I'm working but if you, on the system or whatever, and I'm like, but if oh, you have a new update, and I'm going, I'm trying to put everything together. I got four different if, apps that I'm trying to put one graphic together on. Rookie man, all you gotta do is have. All you gotta do is have have, have templates. Just save templates so that all you gotta do is delete and replace it. No, that's, that's what I started doing. Bro, I have 
I have a whole folder for templates. That's it. Just templates. Hey, it's still hard when you're working with electrical when you're trying to put together a template for some guy that <laughs> well, just got shot. I'm half, I'm half tempted to spend a whole night just cropping out players from pictures of everyone on the team so that when a break of news happens, I'm just like, I bow. That's He's why, already there. That's why I got the one where they're entering the stadium. I got the one with the horseshoe up that Kenny Moore was standing under. Um, and then I got the one of the stadium in there. And I, I like that one because it's like the um, I started following this guy, Hayes Fawcett, uh, for college recruits. And it shows them inside of their stadium that they're committing to or whatever. And I like that look. So I had chose that one as well. But it's hard when you're trying to put all those together and then trying to spread them out to every group. That's yeah. cool. I'm like, these guys got time. I've fallen in love with the brick look, though. Like that, like. The brick look that we have on the new background, I love it. I, Matt's I do, getting bricked up over bricks. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> These bricks, but they look they look fire, man. It doesn't look so like because because the old one was so blue, and when you're yeah. watching it, it's just bam. Drowning. It's like a, yeah, you're drowning in blue, you know. So it's like I wanted. I've been trying to think of a way to utilize these bricks, and I was like. I want to learn how to spray paint. Like, I want to figure out how to make them look like spray paint. I should be with. Huh? I mean, Indiana is, you know, the brickyard. We always get that nickname for racing. So, like, yeah, yeah that's true. There's a good tie in. You're locked in, baby. True. That's so All bad. right. Oh, and my uh, my little my special comments. guest, my special guest graphic looked pretty good on the brick wall too. Oh yes. Yeah, Hold on. Hold on. Speaking. Guess. For for Speaking, our uh, uh, our regular viewers, you know, I've been inconsistent lately, working my ass off with this new unit. So uh -huh. uh, they've taken to calling me the special guest around here. Kind of hateful, but you know what? I've, I've earned it. You know what, everybody? I did forget to announce tonight. Okay, so we didn't put out a whole big thing about it. He's he's too big of a deal. We didn't want to, you know. Special guest Trev Barnett. All right, he's here, guys. He's here. <laughs> I made it, baby. I'm here. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good to finally have a Saturday where I'm not just doing stupid shit, man. Do you know I'm how weird? On. You know how weird I felt having a big picture of you blown up on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get this out of here, <laughs> yeah, folks. He, he had to do a lot of editing to make me look that good. As you can see, it's not. Uh, it's not natural. I think he actually buffed you up, dog. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, put makeup on you and everything. Yeah, yeah. make his traps look big. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> I need him to edit all my pictures moving forward, man. <laughs> I made him look like a real calf scout. Not Damn. Like, not... <laughs> That's fucked up. I drink to it. <laughs> real calf scout. Hey, hold on, hold on. It's like Pinocchio. Boom, baby. There you go. Representing. Hey, uh, before we get into like all the uniforms and stuff, because I know everybody wants to talk about them, I do want to say I am so happy to have Al Kadid. I don't know his name. Muhammad. Al I'm happy. Muhammad. Yeah. I never yeah. know how to say his name, but I'm glad to have AQM. him back. I liked him. Yeah. I was, I, I know he's, he's a, not like, he's a good, he's consistent not, edge setter. Like, that's yeah. what he does. Like, he was, he sets he was, the edge well and plays his responsibility. I mean, hell of a run stuffer. Yeah. yeah, undervalued. Great, great depth piece, I think, and I think that's going to help the front. Yeah. Um, I do, I do want to say. Um, speaking of Colts Coalition, we did just give them a shout out. Uh, they they Colts shared. News. Is it Colts News? Because when I look news. them up, it says Colts Coalition. Yeah, Colts News. I got that. Okay, Colts, Colts News on Instagram. On Instagram. 
Um, they uh, they shared some stuff today about their prediction of stats, and there was one stat that kind of blew my mind. I don't know if Demarco saw me messaging back about it, but Quiddy Pay. What is everybody's thoughts on Quiddy Pay this season statistically? I think like, he's in with, uh, yeah. I think he can. I, I got him at. I got him at thirteen sacks. Our breakouts were here. Uh, oh, I, th- I think that's high. I got Man. him at thirteen. I got him at thirteen sacks, and I got him at his uh, above his average. I got him at thirty-one percent pressure rate, and I got him as our breakout player on the Colts this year. If he doesn't I mean, get ten, if he doesn't get ten sacks, it's a bust in my opinion. He said two I'm sacks. Not, I'm not there. Ten. He said ten. Oh, he said ten. ten. <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't even think that man. If he don't get ten sacks, he's a bust. We had we had Yannick Ngakwe last year, and that man didn't even get ten sacks. Yeah, I'm not there. We've never pressure rate was low, but we've never we've never we've never. I mean, we've had Robert Mathis and Dwight Freeney, but outside of those two guys, those those who who have we had that have been sack masters since? Yeah, but he earned the labeling that oh hey he's the pass rush he's the first round defensive end he's supposed to come here and do his that is job. true he was he was but pass rush. In, in fairness in fairness the tags that also came with him when we drafted him were similar to anthony richardson right like it's going to take this guy a couple years to really well, meet his potential like he's another well, guy we took because of who he could be to, and to be and to be fair that the to me the defensive line always needs that one year grace period to begin with no matter where you're drafted mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, we I think we did say that he needed a couple more after that. So this is his year. I mean, yeah, that, was, could be yeah, right. that was me, you, Matt. I, 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 I mean, it could be I, – I, th- I think it's a little high. I think if he hits eight or nine sacks this year, I'm okay with that. So my thing was – I, I think someone said – Someone said he, 15, and I was like, nah, I think 15 would be pushing all pro. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, yeah, Robert I mean, Mathis – Robert Mathis got the record at what, 19? 19. So that'd that's be cool. That's damn, that's that'd be pretty. I mean, with his pressure rate, though, it wouldn't surprise me with his yeah. pressure rate and some of the offensive lines he'll be facing this year. Listen, I can't, I can't say it would totally surprise me, but to like me, I said, I got, I got him at 13, and he had six sacks this past season while playing on a bum ankle and missing five to six games. So, right, but I that's my issue with him. My issue like what DeMarco said in those games, pressure rate yeah. is probably more important than sacks. Just so it, it, absolutely, it absolutely is. That's why Max Strauss is So because like sacks are probably overblown and overrated. So if he gives mm-hmm. me a high pressure rate and six to 31%. eight sacks yeah, and it's consistent, I'll be happy. Sacks. But it, it's the pressure rate. And he struggled against the run last year. And I don't know if that's because he had a He's bum knee. He's not yeah, a run stopper. He's an edge. He's edge. But here's, wrong here's the thing. Hell. Here's the thing. You have your guys who are – all-around players that are like your Dwight Freeney and your Robert Mathis that were good in the past, they were good in the run. But then you have guys that are technically proficient at what, you know, specific. And if you have a guy who's an edge rusher, that's what he is. He's not a defensive end. He's an edge rusher. That's, That's what he was labeled as. That's what I expect him to do. I don't expect him to run stop. I expect him to make some tackles in the run, but I don't expect him to be stuffing people because that's not what he is. But see, that was the difference between a guy like Gregory Russo coming out and Quiddy Pay. Gregory Russo was labeled as a pass rusher. Quiddy Pay was labeled as a defensive end. He's going to give you everything. So and that was the difference between those two. I, I haven't seen it though. I haven't seen so it as everything. My question yeah, no, no, is: Would no, you no. stand Quiddy Pay up and say, "Hey, man, you do okay with your hand in your dirt? No. Try playing on two and see." I mean, what you happens. could. I mean, you could because you could look at like. Because I, I hate Pittsburgh so much, but I go back to their defense as examples all the time. Huh? Well, there's guys like that who they put their hands in the dirt and they're all right. They stand up and 
Demarcus Ware was like that. With Robert Mathis broke broke sure. the damn record, yeah. franchise record, standing up. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But that's after they were already proven to be elite pass rushers, though. Yeah, yeah but but then it, let's make it a transition. Like if like like I would say like if you came in and you wanted to see what Quiddy Pay was really capable of, it'd be like us barely going to Quiddy Pay and saying, "Hey, look, man, we understand you want to be an all around good team player, but I'm not really too worried about you playing the run, just like you would do with uh, Yannick and Dakwe. Just like Hey, go get the QB for me. Don't don't really worry about the fakes. Don't worry about the the handoffs coming underneath you because you're rushing. Go get the quarterback. We want to see what you can do being a pure pass rusher. Well, but well, what I want, but what I want, what I want to say is what Zach to go off of what Zach was asking. Do you allow him to? Yeah. Be, do you just allow him to? Do you allow him to do him? Right. Just stand up. At least say, hey, man. Yeah. And, let let and him try. Is, and, and like, oh, well, you said I stand hate, up, so I thought you meant like hate, play like outside. Like no, I hate no, 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 I no. hate Pittsburgh with a passion, right? But if you look at their defense, their their defensive fronts and how they utilize their front seven is probably one of the most fascinating things to me ever, especially the last like five six years, because you don't know who's coming because they stand so many people up. Right. They I mean, will have that, six. They will have six of the front seven standing up, and they won't even have the nose tackle, the one that's down. They'll have like a random dude in the three tech that's that's down. Everybody yeah, that, else is standing up. It's insane. That Highsmith kid, he's the same way. In college, he put his his foot or his hand in the dirt, but in the pros, you know, he does both. And I feel like he's better on two feet. They just got him faster. Yeah, he just got paid. When and, it comes uh, to, but you know, I would say I think it depends on his size. Do we think Quiddy Pay has the size to be able to stand Absolutely. up and not he's have to use freak. that? Well, I, think I, I, think I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't too. say his size, but he has the athleticism. So yeah. Uh, yeah. that's going to be combined size and speed together. He's a little on the under undersized, like like Dwight Freeney was. Well, that's what I'm saying. If he's like undersized, if he's undersized, then I'm 100 okay with him standing up. Now you get guys that are a little bit bigger, like a JJ Watt. I don't necessarily want somebody like that standing up. We know he's not the Yo, size of a JJ Watt, but. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, he's an athletic yeah. whirlwind, man. So I, I wouldn't hate seeing him at least try it out sometimes or maybe like in certain sets, certain rotations, have him try it out. I think, too, with just how good our DTs are with, with Buck and, and Grover holding it down the middle, that allows him a little bit more freedom to kind of go wild on the edge and kind of get after the quarterback more and not worry about the other shit. Because I believe yeah, he can I just, play contain standing up completely. So I mean, it's a lot easier to play contain when you're standing up. Right. Yeah, Why not fact. let him rush the passer the same way and see what happens? You can use him simply as, you know, like the overhanging end and play an overfront or an under, yeah, an overfront. Now, all the yeah. time. I mean, honestly, if I'm, if I'm quitty, I'd rather put my hand in the ground and just go pure rest of nah. QB because if you can put up those sack numbers, he's in year three. So he's going to be trying to get paid soon. Well, he's going to get his fifth option. Yeah, exactly. So that's I why played- I'm like. When I, mean, I played defensive end, when I played defensive end, I I preferred coming off the edge from standing up. Oh, not me. When if I, I was, it depended. I wanted, but I wanted it, to but it one, it one hundred percent depended on what tech you were sitting in. If you were sitting on the outside shoulder, then yeah, I want to be standing up. But if I'm on the inside shoulder, I'm going to be down. It fully depends. Yeah. See, my coach allowed me to make that adjustment. I wasn't necessarily always the guy that was going to play D. Well, same. I was fast enough where I'm going to be on the edge. I'm going to be on your outside shoulder. I want to run past you each and every time. I played DN. Yeah, you're, you're coaching high school. You get to the NFL. No, I don't work that way. You're going so, where coach wants you to be. <laughs> I just slanted, you know, outside, slanted. And then I always kept my – if I was on the right side, I kept my right side hand free. If I was on the left side, I kept my left side hand free. 
So you were always going to be on the side. You want to be outside of tackle yeah. or outside of tight end. Yeah. You, you're basically your job was go get the quarterback. You weren't. Really no, I was. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I yeah, wasn't you, fast, I, so I was like, hey, take bodies, but at the same time, okay. like me. Maintain the end, but keep your hands free, right. and you're my, slanting you on the corner. My standing, my standing up. Strong side or weak side, or were you just specific? I did wherever. Side? If the tight end moved, I went with the tight end. So if they had side, a, okay. So yeah, they you had play a fullback. So basically, you were you were countering against powers and stuff yeah. like that. If they had a fullback and a tight end, I would go where, you know, I would follow the fullback, stay on fullback side, and tight end the nickel would would come down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's just that's just my would be my thought if I'm a Quiddy. You know, obviously I think Quiddy's a cheap guy, so I don't think he would really care. But if he was looking to get paid, I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna put my hand on the ground, and yeah, I'm just gonna go after it. <laughs> yeah. As far as statistically, I think if he puts up seven or eight sacks this year and at least yeah. like stays healthier, that's my main thing with him is I don't want him to miss five or six games again because that's been then our, it becomes a real concern. And that's and that's been our concern on the edges for years now. Right, has been the health. So as long as the guy plays 17 games, I mean, if he plays 17 games, I if think he, he easily games, he easily, gets easily gets 10, easily gets 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'll, I'll, take, I'll take an eight to nine Yeah. because mm-hmm. here's the thing. We, we don't have very good DBs right now, so we might get shredded on quick click slants and things like that. He may and end up – his pass, pass rush rate might decrease because of that. So Well, that was my thing about the, the win percentage is why yeah. I wanted – that's yeah. why I got his – him at 31%. Because if you're winning at 31%, and what we think we should get out of Samson Mabukum, and then obviously our D tackles, quit, uh, uh, Grover and D Bug, I mean, I think uh, Grover is only going to keep uh, improving. Right. If you look at what he did last year, tumbling guards over, he's going to be double team. So Grover if you got has got you can't block one on one, we should be, our DB should be okay. Grover has gotten better every single year since he took over after, what was it, Hassan Ridgeway left? Yes, yeah. in 20, uh, yeah. 2021. And it was crazy because the year Hassan left, Hassan had a damn good season. <laughs> and then Grove just came in. And, and then Grove came like the in. unsung hero, dude. I remember Buck got hurt. Buck got hurt, and then Grove was killing Derrick Henry in that Tennessee game. Right. Just it's killing him, stuffing him everywhere. And I was like, oh, this Grove man's not playing. Yeah, yeah so that, 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 that's my guy who I got at the breakout player. And what Speaking of contracts, is. are you paying him this year? Are you who, paying? Grover? Yeah. Me, one hundred percent. I am. Like because now, both, he's, both he's, Buckner, he shouldn't expect to get like top. Both five Buckner days. and Grover are free agents at the end of the year. I think. I think they're both. I think. I thought it was. Both. I thought he was after the twenty twenty four season. I'm. I'm I don't know. I'll yeah, check that out because I was pretty sure Buck was. Uh, until the twenty twenty four season. I mean, e- either way, you you have to prioritize Buck. You have to keep those two. But yeah, yeah I mean, you do, do whatever you can to keep Grover in the building because that duo with both of them, they play so well. Off because of my other. thinking is, if He's you pay twenty twenty four, if you pay your meat and yeah, potatoes, yeah, essentially, so we got one more year with. Um, but but here's Buck the thing: when Buckner when Buckner's contract is over, he's thirty. So if he's still if. Keep I mean, him. that's like Warren Sapp, though. Keep him. I, yeah, keep I'm rolling him. with it. That, yeah, that you, keep, you keep him. At, at that position, it's, it's that just like it's just like Calais Campbell. Like you, yeah. I'm not saying you give him a massive deal. But you give him, you know. I mean, Clay's Campbell still 10, still contributes to thirty five. So yeah, hopefully, 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 we're winning, and Buck just wants to stay. Because from what that, Buck see, says, Buck wants to stay in Indy. Yeah, and he and wants to win as well. And that's my yeah. thing about where we were going with Grover is like, 
I would like to see his stats accumulate to wins. If we can be a uh, like a top five run stopping defense, top ten somewhere in there, and he is a big part of it, then that's when I say you pay him. But if Which we're is still crazy losing thing. games and Man, and yeah. like his numbers just look good, then it's like well, the, th- the thing that the thing that makes me weary about the run stopping is the fact that without Shaq, we haven't been as good as a run stopping defense. I, what year yeah. was it? Was it 2022? I thought last year or 2021. We were 2021. We didn't let up a hundred yard rusher all season. No, we did. Last game of the year. No, Derrick Henry oh, had. Derrick Henry had one. No, he had like 99 or 98 or something. He's close, but I don't think he. I don't think he actually hit the hundred yard mark. But we we were we were one of the top teams in rushing defense that year, and then we haven't seen Shaq since. So yeah. I really think if Shaq comes back and he comes Game back. Changer. As the maniac, I'm not even going to call him Darius. I know y'all don't want him to hate our show. Um, I just but, want to take receipts and cash him in. That's all I yeah. care about. <laughs> if he comes back, man, it, we, we could be that Russian defense. For me, I feel like if you're going to pay, you know, like your meat and potatoes, which is what I call them in the middle because that's how important they are to the defense, yeah. then you kind of can't pay your edges. you got to go cheap on your edges unless you get like a stud stud. You know, well, Samson Samson is already paid. So. He's a three-year deal. So. I mean, between that and then the fact too that like what we've seen at least recently is that we kind of rely on rotation on the edges, anyways. Yeah. Like, we yeah. have a lot of just decent yeah. guys. We don't have anyone that's going to break off a huge paycheck unless Quiddy steps up and becomes that guy. We don't have anyone that's demanding that's superstar that's... money off the edge. So I, I think that's doable as far as what you're talking about. And I've not watched enough tape of Ibukum to really make a. Um, a fair judgment. I mean, he gets high pressure rate, obviously, but how, like much is, how much of that is because he had Nick Bosa because he got from him in the 90s, yeah, yeah, rather than you know but, his own doing and ability. Can you name me? Can you name me a Niners defensive said, tackle? Hey, we said the same thing about Javon Buckner when we, when we brought Buckner over. We said the same thing about Buckner. Ken Law ain't been good. Yeah, but so Buckner remember, was, remember, everybody Buckner was, was saying, a Pro Bowler before we bought got him. Yeah, over. he was Perino. But everybody was saying it was because of who he was playing with. Everybody kept saying he was going to come to Indy and he was not going to be the same Buckner that he was in San Fran. And he's been better. And he's, he's been, been better. better. Yeah. He yeah. he took he went from being the second best defensive tackle on a team to being the best defensive tackle on the team, who should arguably be a well, top three defensive tackle on the team on in the NFL, you, in my opinion. In my opinion, he was the best defensive tackle on that team. They just didn't want to pay him more because I think he was better than Eric Armstead. So yeah, yeah, That's yeah. They just didn't want to pay him more. But Buckner has position pay. versatility. Like he could play outside. Facts. The fact I, that he, I still don't know why Indianapolis doesn't. Because hey, he, also, also, congrats for the guy getting married. Well, because we, uh, we, we <laughs> did got, do that. We got. I know when we but, paid him. We got paid him. We paid him when we. Buckner been married. Buckner been married, dude. He just shared his like married pictures like the other day. Probably anniversary. anniversary. Yeah, anniversary. Either way, congrats. Um, but yeah, Either like way. no. Okay. So uh, the position versatility thing, I don't think it's really a great thing for defensive tackles. If you think back to uh, when we tried to do it um, back in I want to say twenty twenty one when his numbers went a little down. Same thing happened to Chris Jones when they thought they could just move him around and move him to defensive tackle or defensive end. And it he didn't really off. work out well for the yeah. Chiefs. And as soon as they put him back on the inside, that's when the Chiefs' defense got better again. So the position versatility is a good thing, but it's not necessarily a great thing for the player themselves. So 
I, I wouldn't necessarily look at that type of player. I think you need positional players to pick up where they need to be. Sure. And so and I, I just think that Buckner is a guy that you want to keep around for the rest of his career, if you could likely keep him, or at least until he's 33, 34 years old. Yeah. I, I think it's it's good that he's capable of playing on the edge, like if we need him in a bind. But again, we have like right now, I, I have five guys on the team that I'm comfortable with rotating through that those edge positions. So we really don't need him Ta- to. Taekwon being one of my favorites. Yeah, I and, think and he's going to get more reps inside than he as, is as outside. we mentioned too. Like we brought back AQM, another solid vet who can. He's not going to put up numbers for you, but he sets the edge. He does his job right, and that's what we ask of those guys. So yeah, I, I keep Buck inside and I let him go to work. Like so yeah. I think. I think Chad here was referring to Taekwon being an FA up this year, which I believe is true. I believe we also just extended him a season because of his injuries. Um, yeah, but he could still play. Yeah, the dude's a baller, man. The guy, the guy got hurt making the interception. Like, yeah, that's just that's just terrible luck for the guy. Yeah. The guy can play. He's a good. Um, player. Also, uh, see, we got seven viewers right now. If you guys can please like, share, comment, uh, contribute to the show. We do take your opinions, everything you guys got to say. So please uh, chime in here. Don't hey, let let us know too in the comments. Let us know yeah. too in the comments who you want to keep around as far as these uh, free and agents. Any comments you guys have, free agents, Jonathan Taylor's contract situation. Uniforms. Situation, uniforms. Let's hear the uniforms. Uh, we know. Have to say. We know everybody's got stuff to say about these uniforms. Let's go ahead and get into them. Yeah. So, yeah. So just uh, Quiddy Pay, Samson, Bukum. Bring it back in, Aquadi Muhammad, uh, Taekwon Lewis. We got a bunch of guys that can play. We got uh, Grover, DeForest Buckner. Uh, we got uh, uh, Adabare. Um, we got uh, Eric Johnson. So we got a lot of bodies that can come in and play. We just need some guys to step up behind Grover and Buckner to show us that they can be on the field. So. Yes, sir. So how about these Indiana Knight uniforms? I know that's what Indiana Knight equals missing teeth, baby. <laughs> Smoking that meth. There we go. I like the helmets, but the rest of the jersey, I'm kind of in on. So I like the jersey designs. What I like about the jersey design is mainly the fact that the, the stripes up here aren't like this, that they go vertically down, that they're aligned with the, the pants. I kind of like that. I <clears throat> I, I don't know. That was like the first thing that popped out to me. Um, the black outline. The heathering is weird. I thought it looked weird. It looks like a, a sweater. A buddy of mine said it looked like a pool liner, which is crazy because <laughs> it kind of does look like a pool liner. But really, that's my only complaint is the heathering. Everything else, I like. That black helmet, we've all been asking for something black. I remember three years ago when we first started this show, they said we were going to add black to the uniform, and all they did was make the Nike black. Yeah, appreciate you coming in, Christina. Uh, me personally, I'm not a guy who's going to pick and complain. I'm the guy that all these guys can tell you right now in the chat. I've been yelling for anything different about the uniform. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were one of the most plainest, uh, uh, simplistic, and continuously just wearing the same thing over and over and over again. Outside yeah. of our um, what was it, the, uh, color rush. The, the Color Rush Nights games. Those Give me something to change it, man. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. dude. I'll be on mad making uniform. I'll be like, bro, let me be the Mixing uniform editor. It'd yeah. be fire. Like, I have to yeah, facts. So, uh, I'll tell you I'm, what, in Madden 24, I'm going to be rocking these black helmets yeah. every game. All the time. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I, was, I was absolutely juiced about it. I'm juiced about the new uniform. Um, it's a chat's comment about pulling the trigger on an AR one. already got an AR one, but I actually need to stop doing that to myself. So I'm going to actually, uh, whatever I do, I'm going to get it. Uh, Quentin Nelson jersey. 
Um, yeah. He resigned, so I need to get big Q. That was that was the uh, hardest and thing. I'm likely thinking about going um, Juju Brins' jersey and, jo um, and uh, Josh Downs. So those are the other guys I'm thinking about. They don't, they don't have the they don't have the new ones yet. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If I do decide, general, I'm gonna get yeah. somebody's that I don't already have. I, I I wanted to get Pittman's, because but I'm scared because I don't know if he's. Gonna I have stick around, so. I have a Pittman white. Um, I don't wear it very yeah. often. I always feel weird wearing anything. Typically, I wore, you know, before the old regime, it was Ty or Andrew Luck. It was one of the two, but Pittman doesn't give me that like. He hasn't yeah. given me that vibe of that number one wide receiver yet for me to throw his jersey on. Um, I have worn JT. I've worn the shit out of Darius. Uh, I've got. I've worn Laird, Leonard's jersey so goddamn much that his his Nike came off. <laughs> his Nike came off. I wore the shit out of Jacoby too. I remember yeah. when Andrew Luck retired. I was at NTC. Give me that seven. I, I ordered that seven real quick. I was like, let me get that. I was ready. I was ready for Jacoby, man. I was ready to give that man some love. So I wore his. His his stuff was kind of cheap too, but I I only got two white jerseys, and the reason I don't have more because I'm I am a bad luck guy when it comes to anything white. I got white yeah, teeth, facts. And white jerseys. That's why I don't wear them often. They don't I just have them. As soon I as I put them. it on, next thing you know, I got a Cheeto stain from a kid. I got. Barbecue stain. I got a drink that spills. Bro, I hate, yes, I hate, I hate show. when they get on the numbers, man. That shit drives me nuts. It's like a little drop on their numbers. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I got, the only, uh, the I only got white jersey, and I got Marlon Mack in white. The only too. white jersey that I haven't like dirtied up was my Bob Sanders Super Bowl jersey. That's the only one that's still going clean. The only thing that looks funny is the collar, but that's because it's so old. Sure. I've had the thing since two thousand seven, so. Crusty, yeah, it's just old, man, bro. Chad, I, um, I don't know, I don't know yet, but hold on, I, I like his uh, I like his ability too, man. I love what we saw from Pierce last year. I think so, he's better on the outside. Real, real quick, I, I want to answer this because he was gonna say, in he reference gonna say, uh, before because uh, Chad is saying basically long term short or long story short, he said number 14. He's saying, Do you guys think Alex Pierce is gonna take over the number one spot, um, at receiver? So, uh, yeah, yeah, Chad, uh, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and answer since he asked. Um, no, I don't. Um, I don't think Alec Pierce is your all-around receiver yet. I think it's going to take him a couple years to get there. It took him some strides last year to go ahead and get that touchdown that he did get his first one against uh, against Jacksonville. Our intro, yeah, that one game winner um which took a lot of him learning from reggie wayne so he's got some time to go before i would even ever say that he would be a wide receiver one i think he could be potentially down the line somewhere but in my opinion michael Pittman jr is a better overall receiver yeah. he'll go downfield he'll do the 50 50 ball he'll do the middle of the field 50 50 ball he'll get laid out by a linebacker catching the 50 50 ball so michael Pittman, is michael Pittman has made some catches that Unbelievable, unbelievable catches, yeah. man. And I and I hands. and I hate on the guy because I feel like he hasn't done enough, but at the same time, well, he has. It's it, the thing with Pittman and like why we get frustrated with him is because we see the natural ability, we see the work he's put in, and we just yeah. want more. And part of that is just because of like the quarterback uh, inconsistency. But like we see what this guy is capable of, and it feels like he's not meeting his full potential because he could be one of the best in the freaking league, and he's just Facts. not quite there yet. So I think that's the frustration with Pittman. Facts. Go ahead, Zach. 
I'm thinking. I'm being articulate. Okay. Oh, well, my goodness. Go ahead and go to Google. We'll take you off the screen. Come back when you're ready. Yeah, no I, can, I, can, I can chime in if you want to think a little bit more. Zach. No, I'm good. Um, do I, I like Pierce? I, I do. <laughs> do I like Pierce? Um, I don't know. Jury's still out on him. I'm always kind of like – I'm sus because it takes a while for receivers, in my opinion, to translate in the NFL today just because, like, DBs are better. Everything you have to be faster. Quarterbacks aren't as good. Right. (laughs) Everything has to be faster. So if he does, it's going to take a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work for him. He's going to have to come in and just be like a route god and just route guys up. Yeah. And truly, like, almost Cooper Cup-like separation where he's uncoverable because how good he is. But um, I don't think the Colts really have a number one and no. currently. And it's not my it's not Pittman Jr.'s fault. Like, it's an incom- inconsistent quarterback play. That's why I say that. Like, that's, that's what hurts him. So, I can't really say – I don't know because I don't think Pierce is good enough yet and Pittman Jr. has been handicapped because of um, inconsistent quarterback play. Yeah, I think yeah. what we – sorry, go ahead, DeMarco. No, go ahead, sir. No, 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 no. Let's, let's not go to this yet. Keep that down, DeMarco. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just going to say, as far as Pierce, I mean, I, I agree. I agree, Zach. Uh, I'm a little more optimistic on him. Uh, I think what we see as far as, like, natural ability and, and what I mean by that is, like, his hands and his high point were super impressive for a rookie. Uh, you don't see a ton of guys come in with that ability to just go up over guys and make Second those kind of plays that he did. Yeah. Uh, I agree, though. I think in order to become that number one guy or just a long-term guy in this league, he needs to improve his route running. He needs to improve his separation. So if we see him working on it, and he's got the perfect coach to do it with Reggie Wayne, right? But if we see him improve at these things, he's got the ability to, to be around for a long time, man. I mean, Alec Pierce, is, is, I, I like what we've seen from the guy. Yeah, as for me, um, so my thing about this is, is I said from the beginning before the draft that if we drafted AR, I felt like Pittman's numbers would suffer. Um, I still do believe that would be the case. I don't think uh, that they're necessarily the fit. So, like, I hope they're working together this offseason to, you know, make sure that their chemistry is on point because, uh, from I'm, and guys, let me tell you, guys, I'm a Florida Gators fan, so. I've watched a full year of Anthony Richardson, seen most of his play. I saw him uh, the year before when he would come in for plays uh, with uh, Emory Jones, that quarterback at Florida. And I just don't necessarily – can't tell you guys that that their play style is going to fit together. So, him is more of a possession receiver. Anthony Richardson is more of a guy that sits in the pocket. And he can he can make some plays there. But he's more – that's going to extend plays and, and, and find ways to um, make plays himself and then get the ball playmakers. And I don't know if Pittman necessarily fits that. And so I, I think, think he does. Pierce- I think he does. I think he does. I think if you look at the way he runs his routes across the middle of the field, I think he's the perfect guy for uh, AR. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think it's I mean, going to be more of the slot receivers. So he's, Isaiah McKenzie or Josh Downs, I think more of those guys. I mean, I mean, all Michael Pittman Jr. does is really run those slot routes from the outside. That's really that's really most of his yeah. routes, about eighty percent of them. So, realistically, he could be AR's number one guy. But again, like, like I agree one hundred percent. The slots, the tight ends, this year are going to be AR's like go to. 
Yeah, and that's the reason that I would say that I do like uh, Alec Pierce in this position because Alec Pierce, to me, fits the perfect receiver that Ricky Pearsall from Florida, the wide receiver at Florida, who was one of the best receivers there, uh, would fit and play that role for Alec Pierce. So that's just my opinion on the situation. Like I said, I, I, I'm, I can't say for sure, but I think Pippen is a great possession receiver. So I think he's going to be the guy that he's going to go to on third down. He's going to be the guy to trust that he could be in his spot. Um, but I just, I'm just not sure right now. I don't think his numbers are necessarily going to look the way that we would think a number one receivers will look. He's, he's not going to hit one K, in my opinion. Yeah, and so that's where I see that the, the difference would be. Um, so I wouldn't be too down on Pittman, but I just don't know if they're going to fit the way that they need to for him to stick around. Because if we're going to pay him what I think will be $18 million a year, it's not going to equate to 600 yards and three Gs. No. No. Agreed. I think this is part of why I've been hammering heavy on uh, Jelani Woods having a breakout year too, because I think rookie QBs, when they, when they get thrown in these situations where they're unsure, it's easy to rely on the tight end with those simple routes and dependable hands. So I, I really like Jelani Woods having much improved numbers this year. And Kylan Granson too. I, I think there'll be steady targets for him as he you know grows and, and figures this whole thing out. Man, it was your fan yeah. the whole time. Yeah, I think it might be. I'm so hot in here, man. I'm hot, I'm hot in here. I'm hot in here. Um, but now, uh, to Chad's point, though, um, I think the possibility of inconsistency, inconsistency at QB is likely to play this season, too, which obviously I think will be the case. I know most of these guys in here disagree with me when I say that uh, I think Gardner Minshew will start at least the first two games and then AR will come in and take over. Oh, I don't disagree um, with that at all. That's just my opinion. But I, I don't disagree that with that at all. Inconsistency at QB will be the difference there. I don't oh, disagree I thought, with that I thought, at all. I thought, actually, I thought you guys I, were saying he was starting to be No, no, no. I don't disagree with that at all. I actually think I, I'm I'm on the same page at the moment, right? Because we don't know what's going to change in training camp in preseason. Um, what I what I believe is, yeah, at this point, sitting right now, from all the knowledge that we know of AR, Gardner Minshew, this offense, Shane Steichen, um, right now it's Gardner Minshew, um, week one. And and that's only because he gives us the best chance to win week one. Yeah. As of now, right? I'm not saying that Gardner Minshew is better than AR or AR is better than Gardner Minshew, but as of right now, from what we know previously, yeah, Gardner Minshew is the starter week one, possibly week two. It just depends on what AR does from here on out. I think, yeah, yeah, early on, like right after the draft, I was in the camp of start Gardner for even even four or five weeks and let AR learn. But I think, and personally, I would still go that route. But Based off the comments that uh, Jim Irsay has made, that Chris Ballard has made, talking about it being rough early and just wanting to develop AR, I don't know if that's the route they want to go as the team. I think they want to get AR in and just get him these reps and let him struggle. And I'm, I'm okay so, with that, too. So as, so much as, I believe, as much as I believe Gardner's going to start week one or sitting right now he's the starter, I don't want him to start. I want AR to start. I'm that guy that believes if you draft a guy top mm-hmm. 10 at quarterback, he needs to start week one. Sure. Yeah, so to answer that, uh, Trev, as far as um, Ursay, I don't know Ballard's thoughts. Ballard hasn't really said too much. But as far as Ursay is concerned, um, AR needs to play as much as possible. But as far as what he said, he said that it is up to Coach Steichen. Coach yeah, Steichen and, and that's the right answer. That's the right choice. answer. Yeah, it's so up to Coach Steichen until so, so Coach Steichen doesn't start him and Jim Ursay says you're fired. <laughs> No, I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I, I feel like that would be like, you know, like a joking. week four to six thing where it's like, hey, dude, 
we're, we're not good right now. Go play the fucking rookie or you're out of here. Yeah. yeah that, that would be more that conversation. Well, that, that's, that's an important part too, right? Like if we start Minshew early on and he's winning games, what, like, it, it's it's kind of like, uh, if you guys remember when Tony Romo was like leaving and, and Dak came in and was like taking his job and it's like, who do you go with? They're both healthy. Just ride the hot hand. Like we could find ourselves in that situation where you don't want to throw the rookie in too early if Minshew's just out here cooking, you know? Right, you treat it like a Mahomes situation, even though yeah, it's not a Mahomes situation. Him, you yeah, treat it like a Mahomes him. situation. You literally let you know Gardner cook as long as he possibly can. As long as he make it, as long as he make it steak. Yeah, right. As long as he make it steak. As soon as he throws some noodles on the table, consistently goes bad. You know, <laughs> consistently goes sour, and you know, you say, "All right, hey, we're gonna put the rookie in, and we let the rookie play, and whatever the season outcome." Beyond that point, we don't care anymore. Yeah. But yeah, Absolutely. but you know, like one hundred percent agree with that. If Gartner comes out white hot and plays white hot, yeah, you can't. Hold a, you can't. There's no reason you take him off the. There's right. no reason you take him off the field. He's on a one year deal. It can literally be exactly like the Chiefs. Exactly. Where it's like, all right, look, we've already secured a playoff spot. You can go play two games. They are, and I'm not saying we're gonna make a make the damn playoffs. Right. Hypothetical. So Hypothetical. Bash me for that. I'm just saying, if we get to week 16, 17, it's like you guys got a playoff spot, and we're going to play this guy for the last two games. There he goes. We're in the playoffs either way. Yeah. That's when you get to that situation. Got to play the mullet. If he's playing like that, you play the mullet, man, yeah, and you yeah, ride you with it. Ride the hot hand. Because yeah, we, we, we all know. We all know Richardson looks like the guy long term moving forward. Huh? Well, we're going to get to that comment because we got Ashley uh, in here. Which one? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, oh, you Jason, know what? You know what? Let's Jason, go ahead and Jason get back to Jason. Yeah, I was just Jason, Jason, we didn't we didn't want to ignore. We were just in a in a massive conversation. Yeah, let me um, know if you're still in here because I want to comment back to this only if you're still in here. Yeah, um, but, but them uh, them new uniforms are not garbage. We'll say that, yeah, but. not at all. So no. if you're still in here, go ahead and comment and let us know something. Right, Ashley uh, says Ashley, you think McKenzie makes the roster yeah, most likely. I think absolutely. I think yeah. this is, I think this is imperative for him. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to start, but I think it's imperative for him to make the roster for Josh Downs' sake. It's just it's just one of those things like Josh Downs has already proven to be a very mature player as far as route running wise, what he can do from the slot. I think Chad, you're fucking crazy if you're uh, paying a running back $52 million a year or for, for four years. What is that? That's ridiculous. Is that, is that 14? Uh, no. Right around. Like 13. I actually – that's, that's funny. Ridiculous, that's funny. Honey. We're talking about this. You yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. No, because because I want to go ahead and say what mine was because Zach's gonna get pissed. Okay, real quick, real quick. Yeah, see, that's thirteen. Um, but yeah, I just think it's imperative to be able to teach him um what a vet can to be able to get open on the field. But yeah, go ahead, Matt. I actually. All right, so. I did. I did. Moving on to how much would you pay Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, and we're gonna get into the whole running back conversation, right? So I was actually looking at these these running backs, right, and what they're getting paid, and where I think JT fits, right? So you got Christian McCaffrey who's sitting at a sixteen mil salary, eighteen million, right? Sixteen mil. Sixteen. I'm looking at it right now, sixteen mil. I brought it up just so I know that I'm not fucking talking out my ass. Alvin Kamara's at 15. Derrick Henry's at 12.5. Nick Chubb is at 12.2. Aaron Jones is at 12. Saquon, uh, Josh Jacobs, and Tony Bollard, Pollard are all on the franchise tag at 10 mil. 
So for one, I'm going to say they need to shut the fuck up and stop complaining because they're making more on the franchise tag than over half the running backs in the NFL. So if they're complaining about franchise tag money, they can go ahead and sit down and shut up. That's just my opinion on that. <laughs> That's a, isn't that also how the franchise tag is, is meant to operate? So, is that you make, so my I thing mean, was oh, – oh, You oh, make oh. like a, a percentage of the, the top – I don't remember the exact number, but it's like the top it's, three. Uh, you make a percentage, right? You make the percentage of the top three at your position, right? So yeah, I mean, yeah the, the so, franchise tag should should be pretty good. There, but but the way and the way you're looking at it is franchise tag is twelve million outside of the top ten, right? So you got one, two, three, four, five, or ten million, eight, ten million, nine, ten point one, right? At ten, at top ten, right? Which ends at Miles Sanders. Next is Naheem Hines. Six million. Everyone else is making. Six million, yeah. So James Conner is making seven. Miles Sanders is making six. Then Naheem Hines, well, six point three. Then Naheem Hines is making six point two, and so on. Whatever, right? It also. I'm also looking at what their percentage of team payroll, so what they're hitting of team cap. After James Conner, it's all one and two percent. Everybody yeah. else above that is four percent or man. more. Yeah, even Christian McCaffrey at sixteen million. Is it's like only one percent of his team cap. One percent of his team cap. But, so but whatever John at, Lynch is doing over there, he's a freaking genius. He got a uh, Elijah. Mitchell got all them QBs on rookie deal. deals, dog. Yeah, no, I was gonna say he got he got a uh, he got Elijah Mitchell on a rookie deal, who was a six round draft pick. He's got two other running backs that they picked up on like both one year deals. And most importantly, he's been in three of the last. Four fucking NFC Championship games. I will say before that though, they did finish uh, third and fourth place in their division for like four years straight. And that's fine. They had they also were like kind of confused between kneeling or not kneeling, but we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I actually so when I'm looking at Jonathan Taylor and I was trying to place him in a spot where he would. I like Chad's spot for him. I actually I have him I had him at a five year deal, not a four. You're high was, too. And it was Good a little God. bit and it was a little bit it five was five years. It was a little bit more. It was actually a five year sixty two million dollar deal. Good God. The fuck Ooh, out of here. Sixty five. It was sixty five. <laughs> and it was a thirty two million guaranteed. So it was just a little below half paid up front, right? With a twenty million dollar signing bonus. That's no. only putting him. That's only putting him. Yeah, that's still putting him at thirteen million. That's not what the guarantee. Five years, correct? Yeah, so that's not with the guarantee. So that's that's around eleven million a year with the guarantee. So if you if out. you're paying him the the signing bonus, you know the five mil per year or the that's you know, fair, four mil per year. I agree. I I mean, yeah, but I was trying to put him at a at a in a certain area, and I was looking at everybody else's contracts of what they were getting. And the majority was between the four to five years. So I just kind of went with a five year and I went with a higher number that kind of spread the money out more. And you yeah. don't have to average it out that way to where it's 13 million a year, because we've had this conversation before you can front load the majority and pay him less on the back end. So that fourth, fifth year, he's getting paid drastically lower compared to what he's getting paid on the first and second year. So uh, I know Zach wants to go off on you and Chad, but real quick here, let me just get this in real quick. Um, so me personally, I was thinking more of Jonathan Taylor being on a three-year deal. That would leave him mm. at 27 years old to see where his production is at. 
Um, but I don't know if you, everybody paid attention to the fact when the GMs rated their running backs, right? When they when they when they came out with their top ten list, the GMs, players, and coaches, and all of that voted for the running backs. I'm almost positive that the GMs collectively voted for Nick Chubb to be the top running back. This was specifically for a reason because if Nick Chubb agreed Nick to Chubb's a beast. deal, yeah, Nick Chubb. <laughs> most most people right now would call him probably the best running back in the NFL unless they're That's on the Derrick Henry, Henry train. But he's only getting paid twelve million dollars a deal, uh, twelve million dollars a year. What this specifically does is it keeps the rest of the running back market down because right. of the fact that they can sit here and say, "You're not Nick Chubb." So why would I give you more than that $12 million a year? You're also not Christian McCaffrey, so why would I give you $16 million a year? So for that specific reason is to keep running backs under that. But then but yeah. then you look at but then you look at these other higher paid running backs. You got Alvin Kamara. I'm sorry, but I'm taking I don't know, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, all over Alvin Kamara. Are you for real? Are not you Tony I would not take, not I would Pollard. Not take Tony Pollard over. Not Tony Pollard, but I would take Saquon and Josh Jacobs Alvin, over Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara hasn't been healthy. That that's his problem. He, and and to me, Alvin Kamara is more of a guy that you can use a receiver. So him getting that, yeah, that's is that's not, why he's not a problem. He's, he's, not he's a, a Reggie. Bush, he's a Reggie Bush 3.0 down there. Exactly. In so I think that's fair. But to me, in my opinion, depending on how you're going to use Jonathan Taylor, I remember Saquon Barkley coming out and saying something about what they did in training camp last year. He was like, I was practicing on a receiver. I was doing X, Y, and Z. I was catching multiple passes, blah, blah, blah. And then when it came to the season, they didn't use me that way. And they used me as the primary guy on the offense, and I was running the ball. So to me, I got Jonathan Taylor and Saquon Barkley in that 13 to 15, $15 million range if they can make the market work. But obviously, what we've just seen from the Giants, they're not going to pay a running back that market. So, so and, but the and the and the that reason would why back to Jonathan Taylor, if Chris Ballard is willing to make that kind of move, would put JT at thirteen million, and that's what I would be at the, probably the other, about a uh, three three year thirty nine million dollar deal would be. The, so so I, I I get it. The three years is probably more feasible, but I was trying to get our man paid at the same time of a contract that he would agree with. And honestly, it's going to be everything majority up front loaded because I've had this conversation with Zach and I've said multiple times, I would prefer a running back to be paid in the first two years of that contract. And the last whatever one, two, three years on that contract is a little bit lower. Why? Because I'll tell you why. The the average career of a running back is 2.5 years, 2.5 looked it up today and we all knew it was low i looked it up today statica.com has them at 2.57 years so i understand where the five-year contract comes in where it to where it scares you know us as fans because it's a long time for a running back but at the same time the running back is seeing money on top of the years so you want that guy for the next let's go ahead and say three years because you want to round that up you get him for the next three years. You pay him most of his money at the top, the front two, including the guaranteed. And now you're only paying him what he's making as a rookie for the last couple years gonna, of his career, where you're I'm looking gonna, for someone else to replace him. I'm gonna pay you. I'm gonna slave you, and then I'm gonna kick you off. That's pretty much where running back is. Exactly. Going on. Next, our Chad had a comment there. I'm gonna let you go no, first before I get to that there. But go ahead, Zach. Well I know you want to rip it in there. Go ahead, Zach. Like, um, all right, two schools of thought. 
just one, I do believe the Colts will end up paying Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Because he is the only home run hitter they have. Yeah. Personally, as a fan, am I a fan of paying a running back? No. Man, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you there. As a fan, you want to keep Jonathan Taylor. So as a fan, you would pay him. But as a... Right, as a GM. Yeah, as a GM-minded fan who's a little more intellectual at the, you know, when you think about it. Don't just say fan, because if you just say fan, any fan is going to be like, keep Jonathan Taylor, turn the salary cap off, and pay him. If I was GM of the Colts, I would not pay Jonathan Taylor because I feel like I could get that production, you know, from guys cheaper, multiple backs. But I do agree with what Matt said. If I am going to pay Jonathan Taylor, I'm doing a, like, three-year deal. For me, I'm giving him three years, $11 million a year, and I'm front-loading Well, I had him at so five. I had him at five. I know, I know, but I'm going three years, $11 well, million. you said you agreed with me. You more agree with DeMarco. <laughs> three years, $11 million. Um, per that's base salary and any other even incentives that he gets are um, in the first two years so by year three I can cut him and it not kill me in cap so let me I want to ask you this since Brian's in here right and Brian being the, the Chargers fan how much are you paying a guy like Austin Eckler well I have a theory he's, a, he's sitting in the same boat so I'm pretty sure he's at a Nine million right now. We're up to thirteen. Well, let, me look, let me look at what he's at. Austin Eckler sitting at six six point one six million right now. Six point one million. Six point one million. Um, he's only about one percent of his cap, but he's trying to get paid. So no, no, he just he just signed a new uh, deal. Yeah, he just signed a new deal. For, but it's for it's incentive based. So uh, I would say that six million can be up to like eleven or something. It's not showing up. It's not showing up here in Sport Track. So, but I would hey, pay. So this perfectly proves my opinion right there. Is uh, Brian said a diamond desk? Uh, oh, he I signed. He signed a one point seven five million in incentives. I would pay contract. Eckler more because he's a three down back. But that's just because I've always. You I, would pay I, Eckler I, more than JT. See, if yeah, they, Zach, I would. Zach, I would. Zach willing, Zach I'm with Zach. My Eckler eighteen million. My I'm with Zach. I'm with Zach on that though. One hundred percent. I'm going to pay you big bucks if you can pay play three downs. Listen, and my my yeah. argument with JT before Demarco got into this and we hashed it out and had all this literally for a week. Um, my argument with JT is yes, he's made big plays in the passing game, but he wasn't used properly in the passing game, so I can use that leverage against him. So my opinion is I'm not paying him three down back money, big money, when he really only gives me two and a half downs. Because when he's in there on third down, he's usually either pass blocking or catching the screen. Well, he to be never, fair, to he be was never fair, actually used like to be fair. Hold on, hold on, hold on. To be fair, the first like the first the first and second down of those drives were typically a dumb play call by Frank Reich. So we were in that situation where Absolutely. Jonathan Taylor the block because it was third and eight. Absolutely. It wasn't third and two. But <laughs> as, a GM, as a GM, I can hold that against my running back all day. Why the fuck would okay, I pay oh, you? But, but why would you want to when this guy is a game-breaking talent? So, like, why, so, why are so, we holding – go ahead. I can so draft Trev, So, one. Trev, I, 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 get, I, know, I see where you're coming from, and I've had the same argument with Brian, right? He was my station commander. Um, he said, Matt, we've had this argument in the office, all because he hasn't won a rushing title, but Eckler can do way more than run. And he's right. When you actually like, I was biased to JT because I have the JT signed helmet in my office, you know. And he's he's Chargers fan, so we 
we've hashed it out a few times. When he actually sat there and showed me things of Eckler, I'm like, Eckler is probably one of the most underrated running backs in the NFL. Oh, Facts. yeah, for sure. For sure. DeMarco's sitting over there like, no. But, but so, this, this isn't but a, you got to look Eckler at how he's JT used. Debate. I so think like, Eckler should get paid, too. That's the only reason Eckler. why I say that. That is my debate. If you want three down big boy money, I need you to play three down. And, yes, DeMarco, you're 100% right. Well, that's the play caller's fault. That's Frank Rice's fault. Yes. yes. But I don't care because I can use that leverage against him. So, so to save right. a couple mil, which again, as, as we've addressed, is like 1% of the cap. It's not even a large percentage of the cap. We're going to penalize this guy for the last coach's play calling. Yes. And let him yes. leave the team. It's a let him what leave and go make game breaking plays for another team and try to replace him for the next five what years. What have you done to be fair, lately? To be fair, we haven't said that we, we didn't expect the Colts to pay Jonathan Taylor because we do. No, we I'm do saying expect I'm saying the from Colts this- to pay Jonathan Taylor. And, and if you look at it, all three of us who had given numbers have even given fair numbers to Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, right. I give. But him I, fair I was just wondering what you guys would pay somebody like like Zach and I have had the conversation about um, Eckler because Eckler is that three down back that he looks for, and I've gotten into it with Zach before about being a three down player because no one in the NFL in your right mind is really a three down player, but. Um, I just wanted to know what would that contract look like if you're offering Jonathan Taylor the three-year, eleven million dollars each year. If you're just going thirteen, you know, well, I'm not offering him eleven. No, he was offering eleven. That's why I'm asking Zach. Yeah, Zach is stingy with his money for no reason. Yeah, he keeps he keeps, he keeps Chris, Zach is Zach is hoping for this receiver that's going to come along that he's going to pay Ballard. that just, I just ain't showing up. I just want to know the numbers. What is the numbers since you're going to pay Jonathan Taylor who? To me, is better than Austin Eckler. Absolutely. How much are you? What? But but you're going off of what you've seen. How much are you going to pay Austin Eckler? That is the. He says sixteen to eighteen million. I would pay. I would pay Austin Eckler sixteen to eighteen million dollars a year. Okay. Absolutely asinine because he can't protect Justin Herbert when they're going to throw for that third and seven. I don't pay him to block that fourth and twenty-one. It doesn't matter. They're going to be. Their coach goes for the goes for it on fourth and twenty one, on cool. third and seventeen, <laughs> on fourth and twenty five. No, because he well, who's going to block for just Herbert? He's getting destroyed. You got tight end. You got tight end. They lost the game to the Kansas City Chiefs because he had broken ribs. You got tight end. You can use the tight end can't block either. So what do you need to do? You need to leave a running back in who can block. He can't block. So if he can't do everything, he's not a third down back. That's a, thank you. And he's That's not a third down back. So, he's, so he's, what you're saying he's a dual threat back. Also, like, I'm telling you, there is nobody that is in the same situation as Jonathan Taylor outside of Nick Chubb. Jonathan Taylor has been able to block. He's been able to catch. He's been able to run. He has not been used in the same situation as anybody else. Look at anybody else's situation. Derrick Henry was drafted in, like, what, 2016? We yeah. didn't know about Derrick Henry until, like, 2018, 2019. Yep. Saquon Barkley, he's been injured his entire career. I Austin don't disagree. Eckler, Austin Eckler, is, Austin Eckler is 30. 30. Yeah. We're paying him $6 million because he is 30. That's, you can't yeah, pay that's a 30-year-old. You said you don't want to pay running backs, but you're willing to pay a 30-year-old running back $16 million at 30. That how old is JT? Like 25? No, that's what I am. JT's that's, 24. There's nobody bro, in JT's situation. JT's 24. Uh, 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 Nick Chubb, he's 26. And the Nick only Chubb's person, only getting $12 only million. Person, so the best I'm paying JT is 11. If I said $13 million a year, 
No. 13 million no, a year. No, he's not as good as Nick Chubb. No way. What? Bro, okay. you, bro no. he has a higher average than Nick Chubb. Go look at the Hall of Fame winning. Are you, are you going to let JT stats. walk over 2 million? Yeah, like, he is gonna he is gonna let JT walk, and then he's gonna be upset Zach, that we don't have any playmakers. Harder, bro. He, he's, bro, I said this last week. See, see, this is why I wanted to be here. As a I've GM, already, I would not pay Jonathan Taylor. I don't pay running backs. There's no, way. There's there's no value. Dude, you just said you'd pay a 30 year old Austin Eckler 16 million. It's not adding up. It doesn't add up. Austin Eckler is going to go on the decline soon as you pay him. So it doesn't make sense to me. Jonathan Taylor is 24 years old and nobody else is in his situation. Josh Jacobs is the closest at 25. And guess how many seasons Josh Jacobs has been healthy for? Like two. two. One. One. <laughs> He's been healthy for one season. Bro, there's nobody in JT's situation. So to sit here and say that you can't pay him $13 million I'm not paying him $13 million. Years, Nope. That's ridiculous. It's asinine, bro. As a GM, I'm, I'm not you, doing it. I'm nope. telling you, if you put him in the same situation that Austin so, Eckler plays, Jonathan Taylor would go off. You want to see him talk about just uh, 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 Nick Chubb? Look at the averages per carry. When Nick Chubb has those big games, JT has those same big games. 154, 180, 190. He holds the – he's in fucking second place. He's, he's got a one that He had 253 games. yards. Yeah. He's in second. He's only 24. There's I get no that. way. It I, I understand that. But so like what? So G- what is the knock on him that's Whoa. not going to give him that extra two mil that you let it, him go to another because team? Because of his position, win. because of his position, Trev RB. I'm not calling Jonathan Taylor a running back no more. He is. He's a, a game breaker. Maker. That's it. That's his he's position. A he's a game maker. breaker. Put the ball in his I'm hands. He's going to go off. You let Jonathan Taylor walk. Guess what? We're back with your number one receiver that you don't trust in Michael Pittman Jr. Five five years. Let, let Jonathan Taylor walk. Who else we got? You said five? I drafted a running back in the first round. At five years, I let him walk. Who, so, who, so, who are you going to draft? Trey Sermon from, from, from Florida State? Who are you going to draft? Who are you going to draft? I'm not talking drafting a running back this year. I'm talking overall, as GMs have said. He's about I, to be a free why, agent. Why would He's I a pay a guy when I can turn around and draft a guy in the first round, get him for five years? Okay, 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 now, GM. This type of talent. Okay. No, like you, like JT you is said. special. Okay. Like he's, a, he's a one of one, dude. You're gonna you, you draft Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let let Demarco breathe for a second, because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna no. be, I'm gonna be real. Hold on, I'm gonna be real, because you only get a few guys that are like <laughs> game breaking. That, that are game break, right? So, like, if you look at guys like Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, right? That's Those it. three <laughs> right now That's are game changing. They they are make or break for your team. Right, they're a make or break for your team. They're like guys that are back in the day that were like, you know, you had the, the Edrick okay. James, the, the CJ, you know, CJ two K, you know, dude. And that was my argument. LT, those we can't, we can't act like everybody has a Patrick Mahomes, a Joe Burrow, uh, a, a Justin Herbert, uh, uh, a Jalen Hurts. We can't act like every team has them. So guess what, Zach? When you say, "All right, I'm just gonna go draft a running back in the next year," okay, what happens when you draft your uh, your Brees Hall? He tears his ACL in week five, week six, and now you're down to Trent Richardson. And now, now you're down to Michael Carter. Uh, hey, it's a passing league. Oh I'll spin it to God. win it, dog. Well, hold on, but JT's about the basket. now. Now, hold on. So, okay, so it's a okay, so it's a passing league now, right? Yeah, it's a passing yeah. league now. When you go to the Seahawks and Kenneth Walker Jr. gets hurt, then what? Now Geno Smith is going back to looking like Geno instead of looking like Super Geno. What are you going to do, bro? You have to play your pay your best players. I'm not saying running back position. You pay the guys that put Strictly in JT, production. Yes. 
production. Now hold on. Now hold on. Now you you really gotta look at this because this is something that's important too. And I, I I'm kind of Switzerland on this. It's kind of weird to me because I'm a guy who wants to pay your best players. But why? Um, but those are but all hold on. But hold teams. Okay, why am I paying on. a running back at all? Zach, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. I'm a guy who wants to pay your best players, right? JT is one of our best players, so I want to pay JT. Yes, I want to pay him 13 mil a year. That's that's me, right? But then again, on Zach's side, right? Because here's the thing: teams that play that pay running backs don't win Super Bowls. This Thanks. is a fact. Because if you look at it, the Chiefs, Isaiah Pacheco, right? The Rams, Cam Akers. Uh, and, and I'm pissed about Cam Akers because I drafted him after the 2021 season in my fantasy league for last year. Didn't do shit. Like, then you got Buccaneers, Leonard Fournette. Look at look at LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt's won a Super Bowl with two different teams. Lee and he ain't, made over, he ain't made over a mil in a year. Let, let, let me the, finish on this. Look, at, the, look I, at Percy, no. look at Percy Harvin. That man was a I found, fever. I found the perfect counter argument to this because, look, we don't have a lot okay. of running backs that make a lot of money on there, right? Do you have it? Do you have it? Yeah. No, I, no, I don't have any statistics on this. But oh, you don't have it like this. Okay. No. So, yeah. So, look at the money that are all, all those running backs, right? You got Percy Harvin. Uh, He's the receiver, like, by the way. Ahmad Bradshaw. You got uh, yeah, the highest paid Ravens, was a wide the receiver, Ray, the Ray Rice. You got Ray Rice. No, Percy Harvin was a, uh, he could play. That man was a he wide receiver. Was bro, receiver. He was playing. He was playing running back at Florida, bro. Got he it. But he was he listed was in the NFL. As uh, wide I, I, okay, whatever. He was listed at Pierre Thomas. Wide was receiver. Too, but guess what? They used him as a receiver. But I'm just saying. So you look at all those, right? Now, please tell me and count how many Hall of Fame quarterbacks are on that list. Thank you. The Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is probably a Hall of Famer. The Rams, okay, you can argue Matthew Stafford. But Matthew Stafford's not a Hall of Famer? But a lot of people – bro, Dan Orlovsky is already calling him a Hall of Famer because he won a Super Bowl. That's but Dan Orlovsky. Okay, he's okay, okay, he's okay, 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 I'm fine with that. Keep going. Uh, Buccaneers, Tom Brady. Okay. Patriots, Tom Brady. Patrick okay. Mahomes. Uh, then we go to Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Outlaw. Yeah. Uh, okay. and, and then you got Tom Brady. Okay. Russell Wilson. Then you, got, then you got Peyton Manning. Bro. Joe Flacco. Hall of Famer. Eli Manning. What's his name? Then you got so, uh, Aaron Rodgers and you got Drew Brees. That's 10 of those listen, Super Bowls with no. a Hall of Fame quarterback. No, 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 no. no. Show me this. Look, no. look, we're talking about these no. stats. No, because no, this is discrediting running backs. We're not paying attention to who the quarterbacks of these rosters are. Who are the last 10 winning Super Bowl winning, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks? And who are the quarterbacks right now that we think okay. that are going to win a okay. championship? So why who? are you going to pay a running back if a Hall of Fame running back doesn't win you a Super Bowl? Exactly. Because if you don't pay your best player, you're not going to get there. It's, anyway. it's not about. It's not it about doesn't matter. Money. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because if you're going to pay your running back, then you can't pay your quarterback, who could potentially be the Hall of Fame. Okay, and I can't so pay my people, number one okay, receiver. Okay. Okay. So what happened when Brock Osweiler got paid? They sucked. That what was dumb. With, what happened? That with, was what dumb happened, to begin with. What happened with, with, what happened with Long Neck? Uh, boy got paid from the Giants. They you're were heading. They were you're running, naming. They were running you're naming dumb. You're naming dumb people who everyone no, knows should have never no, gotten paid. Yes. No, I'm naming That's quarterbacks a, in, that got paid that didn't work. Who's no, you're naming quarterbacks saying? who got paid who every single person outside of that stupid GM okay, okay, Peyton, shouldn't okay. have gotten paid. All right, look, Peyton Manning was the highest paid quarterback. How many Super Bowls he got? Two. That's facts. And I've told y'all he's overrated. Who just what do happened? something? I, I don't know. Best players. 
You he's pay mad. your best players. He's mad. Like, it's just simple as that, bro. I don't care what position no. it is. Vin, uh, but the problem is, the problem is, is that the other running backs. When I went to uh, to Washington and they paid him, what happened? Albert Hainsworth. The team, yeah, Albert Hainsworth. They went to shit, bro, because they paid a defensive but, tackle but that wasn't worth you, the money. You have to look at it in a different way. You have to look at it a different way. Why? Because your best player at running back position is replaceable easily no, by no. someone else who's better. Every and you can get them cheaper. No, Every they can't. Can say that. No, your they can't. Player, your best player is not supposed to win you Super Bowls. Bro, when you get when you get when you get running backs, when you look at running backs, when you look at running backs, you get 10 to 1 when it comes to a, a running back to a quarterback in a draft. 10 to 1. That's it. That's all you get. I can go ahead, I can go ahead and you know, replay. I can go ahead and just say, hey, Jonathan Taylor, play this year out. And guess what? My best scout is scouting the best running backs who are arguably the same or better than Jonathan Taylor right now. They're not going to be. They're okay, not. No, so that, happens, but the whole happens. put put bias aside because that's facts. I am. Okay, I'm not. Look, I'm look putting bias aside. What happened in 2017 when Carson Wentz got hurt? They got paid, on the run game. He got hurt. They leaned on the running game. You yeah, need but a running game. The, you do need a running game, but you don't need a, a superstar back to get you one. That's what I'm saying. But you need the they didn't. Get you they there. didn't have Carson an elite Wins, running back in 2017. Wins got them to 11 and two and got hurt. Your yeah. best player is the guy that's winning you games. The guy you pay, bro. They is have to play two games. more games, three more games, and then go to the yeah. Super Bowl. And they had to figure it out. They lost games. In there. They, they, they had arguably. Won. They have arguably the best offensive line in football. Arguably, not that the best. Oh, not yes, they that did. Year. Yes, they did. Not and they arguably year. had. No, they did not. And they arguably had one of the best front sevens in football with a good damn secondary. That team no. was still yes. No, oh, they, they were not. They yeah. went on a run. You're they high as shit if you think run. they weren't. No, I'm no. not. Carson Wentz is the reason they were winning. No, he was not. He was oh hurt. my god, bro. They were 11 and he, 2. He was an MVP candidate that year. Every quarterback who's 11 and 2 is an MVP candidate. No, based off his numbers. No, I'm talking about his, his play. Not even just his numbers. His play. When he got hurt, the team changed. Look at the Colts. When Jonathan Taylor goes down, where are we? We're garbage. We are garbage when Jonathan Taylor gets hurt. When he is on the field, we are a better team. There's no way in hell. I don't care who the quarterback is. If Jonathan Taylor didn't come up and play, I can see because I was wrong. When Philip Rivers stats was there, as fuck. <laughs> yeah, when when Philip Rivers was the quarterback in 2020, when Marlon Mack got hurt, if Jonathan Taylor doesn't pick it up in the second half of that season, the Colts we were trash. We were going seven and nine again, maybe. Yo, so the I'm thing I want, but but here's team. the thing. But here's the thing. Then you look at teams, right? Because let's say Cleveland, right? They've got. We all have already said the best running back in football, right? Nick Chubb, best running back in football. And that's no hate to Cleveland because I love Nick Chubb. And I will, if I can get him in fantasy in a year, I'm taking him. Yeah. Um, best running back in football. And they struggle to make the playoffs, man. They struggle to make the playoffs. And I, and I know, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Don't be pulling just, up comments just, just, in the middle of people's uh, points. I don't want people to get missed. Now, the other thing is, you know, then you look at Derrick Henry, right? Derrick Henry, without Derrick Henry, the Tennessee Titans are trash. 100% agree with that. 100% agree with that. But even when he's healthy, what are they? 
I will say that argument is they're a playoff. Hold on, they're a hold on, they're a playoff team. They're a playoff team and a number one seed who can't win in the playoffs because a running game does not lead you through the playoffs. Not by itself. You you still have to have a team, but they wouldn't even. But they had a team. They had a team because the year that year Ryan Tannehill was a top eight quarterback in the NFL. I looked it up. Yeah, but they're also. This is, like, a, this is an argument. This is an argument that I have all the time. That year, that they were number one seed. Hold on, hold on. They were number one seed. Derrick Henry was. I think he had two K yards that year. Over two K yards that year. Yeah. Leading rusher that year. They had AJ Brown. They 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 have a defense. I don't care what anybody says, but they've had defense since that year. That year, their defense was good, and this year, their defense is good. Ryan Tannehill played top eight that year. Yeah. The whole season. They also the whole like season. led the league in injuries too. No, not that season. They did not. It was the next season after that. Seed? And when they were number one seed, that they did not lead the league in injuries. They were up there. They had a lot of injuries. No, they did not. It was the year after that. There were a lot of other teams with injuries that Yeah. There were a lot of other teams, right. But that's not but I'm not even gonna discredit the fact that they had a team that year, right? Well, what did they say? Because because hold on, Ryan Tannehill played top eight, which is you don't need a top five quarterback, right? You've got the best running back in football. A.J. Brown, to me, is a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. They had him. Their tight end played top 10 that year. I can't even remember his name because he's not there anymore. He was top 10 that year. Jonu Smith. Their defense, Jeffrey Simmons, top 10, top five in his position. Their defensive edge rush was phenomenal that year. Their secondary is good. They have a solid safety. They have a solid corner. Don't care. They have a solid safety. They have a solid corner. They were one and done. One and done. Because their offense was based around Derrick Henry. But now, I'm going to concede because... I agree 100%. We are trash if we don't have Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> so let me reiterate. I'm just making a point. But that's, but that's what I'm saying, though. Let me reiterate. Acting- I do, as a fan, want the Colts to sign Jonathan Taylor. But only for 11. No, garbage. I <laughs> but it's your problem that I have a philosophy. But as a GM, Matt, Matt, just no. completely, Matt just completely explained it, bro. Like, we fail to realize that there are literally there are just three quarterbacks at the top of each season. I don't even want to say like like it could be the career. Three. Winner. That's there it. There's not three, even four. You have four teams. There are three, three quarterbacks. quarterbacks at the top of each season that are that good at their game that you don't need specifically elite players at every other position. Every other team needs to build around positional wise to keep up with those quarterbacks who can play when it matters. Like I that, think if you have good balance, saying, regardless like what, of who like you what, have, like what like I'm if you're able right to now. throw the ball and run the ball, regardless of who your quarterback is consistently, regardless of who your running back is, I think you can be pretty successful. If you, lean, if you lean on your defense and you have a good stout defense and you have the ability to run and pass the ball, i.e. look at the Eagles. They had an elite okay. offensive line that year. No, they won. I mean, no, yeah. If, you, if no, you're good at I'm football, a, you win be, football games. I'm gonna be 100. I'm gonna be 100. Example of what you just gave is what Matt said about the Tennessee Titans the year before. The next year, they came in and they had a balanced defense. They had a balanced run game, and Ryan Tannehill threw three interceptions that lost them the game. Absolutely. Three. 
He threw he threw so, less than hundred yards that game. Like that's what I'm trying to tell you, bro. Like we can't keep sitting here acting like other positions shouldn't be paid because you want to sit here and say you might find your guy at receiver or quarterback. The Bengals got lucky; they were able to draft Jamar Chase. They won. I don't disagree, Demarco. I don't disagree with you. I'm just not paying running backs. Period. End of story. Ever. So so to be fair about the Tennessee Titans too, right? Yeah. Derrick Henry got stuffed. Ryan Tannehill couldn't throw shit. So. That whole team was stuffed in the playoffs because Ryan Tannehill was just trash. But I forgot where I was going with this. Go ahead, carry on. But hey, oh no, here we go. The Bengals, right? This this is my issue with the Bengals. The Bengals have this stacked roster, and it makes Joe Burrow look so damn good. And to me, it just doesn't make me think that the Bengals are going to win a Super Bowl anytime soon. Why? What is this? Moss three year seven point five mil Jackson three year four. It's their contracts. Yeah, but they're not rookies. Jonathan Taylor's on a rookie deal, and even even if he gets a contract, you know, let's say he gets offered a contract deal, right? Jackson's on. He's like- gonna get. He's gonna get offered more than that. Right. These two aren't on rookie deals. Jonathan Taylor right now is on a rookie deal, so yeah, he's making that like below <sighs> below that one million dollar deal or whatever. Yeah, that's your one percent right and, there. That's yeah, combined that, their one percent. Like, yeah, that, that's that what I'm mil- saying though. You could get quality production from two guys. What you get from Jonathan Taylor, in my opinion, that's why I don't believe in paying running backs. And yes, I know Jonathan Taylor is an incredible playmaker. And when you suck, you got to have somebody to build around. I don't disagree with that, but I'm just of the philosophy. I'm not going to pay pay that money, and it's better money spent elsewhere. I'm not arguing that. I'm not. We, I'm not we don't have. We don't I, have absolutely, I want to pay. I am absolutely. I want to. I, I want to pay. I want to pay my best doses. player. Right. I want to pay my best money. player. But at the same time, I'm. I agree with Zach. When you could pay somewhere else, because to me, where? When I hold on. When I look at it like this, right. Right now on our roster, it's JT. Right. Right. Right now on our roster, it's JT. If I look across the NFL, it's not JT. And the only reason I look across the NFL and I say it's not JT is this. There are certain wide receivers that are more important to their team than JT. Right? It depends on who's important to your team. And that's why I'm I side with DeMarco. That's why I want to pay JT 13 mil. That's why I said five mil or five years, because JT is that guy. He's that important to our team specifically. Right? That's because and know. that's why I said it the other day. DeMarco Murray was that guy specifically for Dallas. Right. And Dallas didn't want to pay him. And he left and he kind of withered away. Right. He didn't do anything with who paid him. And it's not anything against his talent, but certain players fit certain schemes, certain things. That's why I kind of agree with this comment here. Let him play out the year. And the reason I agree with this, and this is a problem. Then you tag him. No, let him play. Let him play the year out, then talk. Right? You can't tag him. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And the reason I say that I agree with this more than I agree with anybody else in this chat or in this podcast is because of the fact that we have a new head coach, we have a new quarterback. Let's see how JT fits in what we're about to do offensively. To me, I feel like it's going to fit like Demarco feels like it's going to fit. It's going to benefit AR. It's going to make AR look better. Jonathan Taylor is going to have over 1,400 yards. 
uh, receiving, possibly close to 500, 600 yards receiving, 1,400, 1,500 yards rushing, right? He's going to have upwards of 14 touchdowns. To me, that that's that's what I think it looks like for him this season, and it gets him paid. But at the same time, if you look at it, he may not fit Shane Steichen's system. Yeah, see, my problem with it is, is that we already seen Zach Moss in Buffalo. Didn't work what, but we're not going to stick with Zach Moss. Well, that's what, Come on, that's what Zach, Zach agreed to that. Zach agreed to Zach Moss. <laughs> And Deion Jackson taking over for Jonathan Taylor to let him walk. But but here's the thing. But but then last season when Jonathan Taylor went down, Zach Moss and Deion Jackson together kind of did it. do it. They, they were okay. But they were not. If you, but then but then if you go here, but, but they did it for the rest of the season. They didn't just do it for one game. They did a pretty no, damn good job. They were good for one game and they win shit for the rest of the games. They were average. Oh, the they didn't win shit because of the fact that you know for one our quarterbacks were trash. Because the running backs couldn't take pressure off of it. Because their okay. offensive line. Okay, block. everything's running so, backs. Everything's so running backs. No, but saying, here's the same no, thing. These two guys here. These two guys here. These two guys here are making eleven million from what Zach is saying. So yep. Zach wants to offer Jonathan Taylor eleven million. These two guys alone are making eleven million. Okay, and when they can't get three or four yards for the offensive line, instead they get one and two when we keep punting the ball. The offensive line plays worse. When your quarterback can't throw it three yards in front of him accurately, hey, it he doesn't help anything. He's not going to be able to throw it three yards because he won't have anybody to sit there and, and scare the offensive line. And that's also fact. So Last just, year we were like, trash. Like, <laughs> exactly, because it's like you had nothing to absolutely fear. At least with Jonathan Taylor as a as a defense, you're fearing that like, hey, if we rush this quarterback, we have the threat of the quarterback and the running back. Either he's, he's going to cut once and he's gone. You got so either of those guys. It's like, oh, maybe one of these guys might be able to do something for me. But it's like you go that option. We already seen Zach Moss with a very, 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 very similar quarterback to AR. And what did they do? They traded him for a guy that we already had. That just doesn't add up and make sense. I, I'm telling you, I'm 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 with you. I want to pay Jason. No, no, I'm not arguing just to you. I'm just stating but my point here because my I know thing we're is with this, and I just feel like you have to play or pay your best players, and then eventually, if you can develop AR, because we don't know if AR is even going to work. That's what I keep trying to say. Everybody keeps acting under the impersonation or the impression that your quarterback. Is going to be that guy. I think he will be with Shane. With Shane, Shane has been developing properly. Yeah, but you can say you think you're going to. We didn't know Jalen Hurst was going to be that guy. We thought they were going to draft another quarterback. But we We don't know know Daniel Jones. We don't exactly. We didn't know that Daniel Jones was going to be a guy. The motherfucker threw 15 touchdowns and five interceptions, and everybody's acting like Daniel Jones is all world. Saquon Barkley got Daniel Jones paid. We can't keep sitting here acting like. Hey, you just let your best player walk, and and you'll be good to go to just but, develop. But here's the thing. But then if you, but then the argument to that is right. Saquon got Daniel Jones paid, right? So now we're talking about Saquon Jones. Saquon, maybe Daniel he Jones. should. Maybe uh, say, what? What? Say, you put their names. Sa- Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Barkley. My bad. Saquon Barkley. Maybe he should get paid. That's fine. To to each their own. Because yeah, I even said when he got paid, I was. I was making memes all over the place that Daniel Jones should have never gotten paid. But here's the thing, right? If if you look at it, Jonathan Taylor hasn't gotten anybody paid. 
The only thing that's happened to Denzel. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold 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 I'm not. No, no, You said he hasn't got anybody paid. He's gotten Carson Wentz paid. He's got Matt Ryan paid. No, he's gotten. He's gotten Jacoby Brissett paid. Well, they were already on. Who is starting our quarterback next year? You don't even know because Jonathan Taylor didn't do enough. No, no, that's, that's a no, false narrative. Though. You can't the, put that on JT. What was the theme for the last? The whole three team years? sucks. No, no. What, what was, was the theme it? for the last three years? What was it? The Colts, the Colts are a quarterback away because they have Jonathan Taylor and a run game that can take. And we had it up. with Carson, and we should have been able to win those last two games. Yeah, but, but what did Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor do those last two games? Yeah, we wouldn't have been there without Jonathan Taylor. Not bullshit. What? Ain't no, you mean bullshit? He had like eighteen hundred yards. If our running backs are Deion Jones and Zach Moss, we're not bringing in another quarterback. There's no way. It's because of Jonathan Taylor. Go back and look at all the NFL film network. They got Jonathan Taylor. That's including receiving. They got Jonathan Taylor. They got Jonathan Taylor in this offensive line. That's all they talked about. Every P- QB that no, they didn't say Pittman. They said Jonathan Taylor. Jack Doyle. That no, was Cox. They didn't say none hey, of that. Hey, but was it enough to get Carson Wentz paid? No, it was. He was. But here's the thing. Money. But here's the what thing. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley did enough to get Daniel Jones paid. But what did they say about Carson? Is, uh, Austin hey, Eckler? Austin Eckler is gonna. Austin Eckler is going to do enough to get Justin Herbert paid. Jamar Chase. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Can I finish? Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, all going to do enough to get Joe Burrow paid. Tyler Boyd, all going to get Joe Burrow paid. Jonathan Taylor got Carson Wentz traded. No, it's Jim Irsay traded. Jim Irsay traded. That's not the point. That's not the point. I don't even know the point anymore. I don't know what point. Not that what happened is is, what happened is what happened. It's just you guys are using an argument. But yo, you're using everything. No, no. Joe Burrow said. Joe Burrow said. I have to realize that if I take too much, I can't keep the playmakers around me. Joe Burrow said that himself. Yes, but listen. Okay. But listen to yourself because you you literally just said running backs get their quarterbacks paid. Jonathan Taylor has gone through three quarterbacks since he was drafted. And got one retired, got one fired, and got one traded. No. I'm just saying, it doesn't matter what he did. Your argument is flawed. Your argument is flawed. Yes, it is. 100%. That's on the Colts. We all agree that Carson Wentz should have been. But it's on Saquon. But it's on Saquon Barkley that Daniel Jones got paid. That's not on the Giants. Yeah, because the Giants no. Sit there and say, oh, you see how fucking ridiculous you sound? You see how ridiculous how? you sound? This they the don't game. even go to they don't even go one on one. And I'm with you. I want JT paid. But no, you're sitting you're saying, a- but no, you can't say one running back got this quarterback paid, but the other running back who's went through four quarterbacks since he was drafted. Hasn't gotten anybody paid. What if they you can't say, say that. That is a failed argument. I mean, they got Nelson paid. Oh, what if they just say about What's the up? Browns and Nick Chubb going and, and, and Sean Watson going over to the Browns? JT this got Nelson paid. 
Michigan I didn't say shit about football. Nick Chubb and Deshaun Watson going through no, the round. I no, said Nick Chubb is the best running back in football. No, I'm not talking about you, bro. This is not specifically to you. This is the point of the media and what they make it out to be. The Browns said that the, the Browns should be a Super Bowl contender because they're adding Deshaun Watson to one of the best offensive lines in the game, one of the best running backs in the game, and they should be a Super Bowl contender. If your quarterback doesn't play, obviously, yeah, they're going to look that way. But when you have a running back in the offensive line that can do what they do, they're going to say any quarterback can play in that system. That's what they're doing. They're using running backs to get quarterbacks played and then say we don't need running backs anymore. And how many Super Bowls do they have? They don't because the quarterback didn't play well. The running back literally had them in games. What if the Browns, the Browns, like, what was it? One of their games, they just won against the Lattice. So, so what you're season. saying is to win a Super Bowl, you have to have a quarterback to play well. No, I'm saying your running back is winning you games. Your running back in your run game is getting winning But you your games. running back is in not going to win you Super Bowls. In November, okay, but who's winning Super Bowls? The best quarterback. Who's going to have the best so quarterback? So why are you paying running backs if the Super because Bowl you is, just seen is won by quarterbacks? Because you've just seen the anomalies like the Eagles – who won it with Nick Foles? The Ravens, who won it with uh, Joe Flacco? You see those anomalies that are right. making it in there without the top tier oh quarterbacks. So you pay the guy that's going to win you games. What year? November what year? And November and December football are getting you through the season. If you don't have the top tier quarterback, you need other ways to win. You like keep paying, running backs. You can keep paying quarterbacks Bro. all you want to, but you ain't getting many that are top three. You're like not. multiple running Bro, backs. LeGarrette Blunt was the fucking Eagles running back when they won the Super Bowl. And he wasn't okay. top three that year. Yeah, Carson wins his contract that year. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Nick Foles won the fucking Super Bowl. It does, yes, it does, because Carson Wentz was on the fucking team. But, Nick, but Carson Wentz didn't win the fucking Super Bowl. Okay, Nick so Foles Nick Foles, won the okay, Super Bowl. So, so when Nick Foles started the next season, what the fuck happened? They went 97 and lost in the first And that's round. 100% fine, but he won the Super Bowl oh. from week fucking 14 and on. Okay. He made it through the playoffs. The- Carson Wentz didn't. I don't care what Carson Wentz did from weeks fucking oh. 13 okay, beyond. So what, mattered was, what mattered was Nick Foles won the goddamn Super Bowl. So we're he, played in it. he played in the playoffs, and he we're won the Super Bowl. LeGarrette Blunt was the goddamn running back. That was my point. So we're paying a quarterback for one season. Yeah, that's that what clearly happened. But okay. you're paying running backs for what? Running backs you're have never won a team of Super Bowl. Running backs have never won a team of Super Bowl. Okay, and quarterbacks don't win you games in January and February. But they have. But they no, have. But they have. Nick Foles, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Every Hall no, of Fame quarterback no. has won you games in the time. Not without matters. a running game. Yes, they have. Ben Roethlisberger won how many Super Bowls without? Bro, uh, we won Austin. a Super Bowl with Joseph Adai. We didn't even win it with Edron James. We won one. Tom Brady yeah, won how with many? With Joseph Adai. We didn't even win it with Edron James, who's a okay. Hall of Fame running and back. Then what happened to the years after Joseph Adai? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Listen, bro, you're sitting here saying you need a fucking elite running back. We run it with the Joseph Adai. We didn't. No, no. We won it without Edron James, who did, who is a Hall of Famer. How many MVPs did Peyton Manning have? 
How many Hall of Famers do you have as an MVP? Or how many MVPs do you have as a running back? How many MVPs do running backs have? How many MVPs do running backs have? How many MVPs do running backs have? Okay. How many MVPs do running backs have? Right. Peyton Manning got five MVPs. How many Super Bowls he got? We're not trying to pay quarterbacks. I'm not arguing against paying quarterbacks. I'm arguing. He wasn't even the best fucking player. And that got nothing to do with it. No, I'm saying you can't sit here and keep trying to make the excuse for out of running back. Whoever is the highest fucking played. The running back isn't the most important person on the field. That's why you don't pay him. No, no, that's not. That's an excuse to not pay a position. You pay him. He's easily replaceable, dude. Every kid wants to be a running back. No, it's not. The best players win you games. When your best player doesn't win you games, that's if he doesn't win you Super Bowls, it doesn't matter. Oh, Peyton Manning didn't win no fucking Super Bowls. He won two. He was. I'm not talking about fucking Peyton Manning. I'm talking about running backs. No, You're I'm the talking one about every position. No, I'm telling you every position. It doesn't make sense to outwing a running back because he doesn't listening because he's not getting paid. You can sit here and keep trying to make that the case, but Peyton Manning was the highest. Jonathan Taylor can how even be replaced. That worked out well this season, didn't it? It did, didn't it? Considering Jonathan Taylor was the market of our team this year. Sure. Eric, but next year, if we look to Eric replace him. We can replace him. When Derrick Henry broke his foot, the Titans need uh, seven, eight games to make the playoffs. That's different. That is Derrick Henry. He's the whole offense. Jonathan Taylor is not our whole offense. It's fine, man. It's fine. If you want to continuously pay a guy because he's a running back and he's a great running back, and I got it, I want to pay him too. But when you think that that running back is going to win you a Super Bowl, just that running back, you're high as shit, dude. Okay, well then, where's Joe Burrow's Super Bowl? Joe Burrow's been in the league for like three years, dude. Where's Aaron Rodgers? Where's Aaron Rodgers' Super Bowl? He's had he one. won one in 2011. Ago. Without a running back. Without a fucking running back. Without a running back. They didn't win it without a running back. How many Super Bowls does Drew Brees have? He has one. Drew Brees won one without a running back. With a total running back, no running back has multiple Super Bowls. Patrick Mahomes, he has Patrick no running back. I call him the greatest quarterback of all time already. Second, Pacheco might have been Tom Brady. Though, just saying, he okay, has seven. Tom Brady got seven. And he had no running back. He was never the highest paid. Ben Roethlisberger, oh, he, he had, had the most better. He had running games every year, but not the best. Oh my lord, dude. No, nah, man, you just you're so stuck in yourself that you think that like no everyone no, every running back not. needs to get paid. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but at this point I'm with Zach because you, you're acting you, ridiculous about it. You pay players that win you football. Games. No, I pay players that win me Super Bowls. And guess what? Not, not many games. of them have Super Bowls. Not many That's of them have fine. Super Bowls. So I guess you're That's wasting your money. So, so you're better not paying find the ones. You, you better have, fucking no. You better you better motherfucker find the ones that win you Super Bowls. Pay running backs who don't. You're not going to because guess what? Only ten percent of players have Super Bowls. Are, is Jonathan Taylor going to win us a Super Bowl? He's gonna he's gonna uh, contribute. No, going he's on. not. Probably not because we need a quarterback. Because we need a quarterback. I didn't say he was. Is 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 uh Josh Allen going to win a Super Bowl? Didn't say he was. Okay, is Joe Burrow going to win the rule? Didn't say he was. Probably. Okay, they're likely not. Pay players that win you games. The Super Bowl oh. is the team goal. 
So that means you pay quarterbacks, you pay receivers, you pay offensive line, you pay tight ends, you you pay DBs, you pay corners. And if they're a special running back, you throw the bone. My only argument, hold on. You pay everybody DeMarco. still not win a Super Bowl. But yeah, your running back is just an underpaid guy who's the entire part of your fucking team. I mean, I'm trying to Hold on, hold on. I'm literally trying to fucking tell you why. But we've been going back and forth at each other's throats for this. The only reason why they're not getting paid is because they're literally a dime a dozen. Literally. You don't need a Jonathan Taylor to win a Super Bowl. That is nope. the point. Do I want okay. Jonathan Taylor? Hold, do, can you let me fucking finish before you no, start I'm, running your mouth? You're heated. Uh, I get it. You played running back. I did not. I was the guy on the opposite side who was destroying the reason why you were going. You weren't going to a championship, right? Listen, running backs. Every kid wants to be either what a running back or a quarterback or a wide receiver. One of those three, right? Playmakers. It's the reason why running backs don't get paid because there's so fucking many of you that are so goddamn good. There's so many. So it's when GM transition in football. Yeah, so when GMs are looking at it, they're like, "Well, Jonathan Taylor's elite, that's great, but we would have to pay him 18 million to keep him, but I can get a guy who's half as good as Jonathan Taylor but can still do three quarters of what I need him to do to get me to where I want to be. That is uh, what GMs are looking at. DeMarco, I'm not saying don't pay run backs. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. We just screamed at each other for the last like 20 minutes and I get it. I, I, I feel it. I feel it, bro. Cause it's Jonathan Taylor's. I want Jonathan Taylor to stay. I want him to stay, but I'm looking at it as realistic. And I've that's literally all, used – hold on. I've literally, I used, using, just I've literally used every example possible to show you that you don't need an elite re- running back to win so, a Super Bowl. Do I – would I prefer to win it with Jonathan Taylor? Sure. Did I cry like a little fucking 12-year-old bitch when Edron James was released? Yes, because I wanted Edron James to stay. We won it with, Jonathan, with Joseph Adai. Yeah, arguably we had we, yeah we had a Hall of Fame quarterback, and that's a huge thing about it. But in today's NFL, quarterback is what's important to win a Super Bowl, not running backs. I want to pay Jonathan Taylor. I will say that. I will say that nonstop. I want to pay him. I even said it. I have him at a five-year deal, thirteen million dollars with 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 just below fifty percent of his contract being guaranteed. Right now, they pay Josh Allen. I would love to see Zach Moss's Super Bowl ring that he just won with the Buffalo Bills, since the Bills paid Josh Allen and didn't pay Zach Moss. Yeah, but to me, Josh Allen's overrated. Well, Zach Moss didn't really work out in Buffalo I mean, either, which is why they. Should. I, I never. I was never that's a huge saying. fan. No, I'm never I'm a huge saying. fan of Josh Allen. Josh Allen to me is just an Aaron Rodgers. But He's see, a guy I, that needs be, every weapon that to, known to man. To but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. People gotta realize the structure of your team, how you're going to build. Everybody's not gonna have a Patrick Mahomes. I'm saying you pay the guy that's winning you football games. Donna Taylor is the same guy that put up those five touchdowns on those Buffalo Bills that everybody said should be the Super Bowl champion. That's fact. They were going to win the league, 
and they were going to do everything. He put up five TDs on them, catching the ball, running the ball, whichever way the Bills wanted it. He was even blocking Zach, even blocking Zach. He did that. I was I'm just I wanted to pay him. Because you don't pay the running back, the Bills, they didn't pay the running back, Zach Moss. And guess what? They still don't have a Super Bowl. I'm just saying we can't keep singling out one position to call it a Super Bowl contender. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, but it's money well spent elsewhere, so why am I paying the running back in the first place? <laughs> so it's money well That's spent. It. It's money well spent, but the Bills lost to the Bengals in yeah. the second round. So, the, so how was that money well spent? You lost. They didn't use because that. They didn't use that money well. Should have used it on another corner. Should have used it on second. Guess what? If they if they could have ran the ball, they probably would have won. Yeah, you blame it on the offensive line. The offensive line played well. Yeah, but if the offensive line played well, they could have ran the ball then, right? Yeah, but they didn't regardless, pay the running back. They didn't pay the running back. The running back is. Yeah, but they didn't pay the running back. So shouldn't they have had enough to win? Yeah, sure. That's, that's what you, that's what you guys are saying. Should have. Yeah, I, but it. I think also it this, could be out of the running back's hands. This this argument went so like off the rails in a weird direction because obviously the there's more than one way to win. Yes, and, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Trey. That's, that's what everyone's yes. saying, but you're that's, all saying it in different ways. Of yes, like, there's more than one way to win. And my way oh, of winning, I'm no, not paying a running saying, back whatsoever. They're all saying the only uh, way ever. to win is to not pay a running back and to pay your top five quarterbacks. No, everybody everybody, everybody can have a top five quarterback. Just don't pay your running back and you'll have I was, a top five. I was saying that statistically it's shown that you can win without a top five running back. You can't, but and you I'm can also win with one. Like but you can win with one. When I'm saying, when? I'm saying 90s? the Super Bowl. The when? Super Bowl. When? when? Hold on, hold on. The when? When? The Super Bowl. Show me when? the Super Bowl. I just did. I'll show no. it again because oh, yeah, it's yeah. right here oh, in the pull, pull up that graph. Pull, okay, because I've been 90s? waiting like 30 minutes to make okay. a point on this. Okay. And look how many top left let, are in there. Let's okay. talk so my, my big one. thing with this, right? My big thing with this, because they do, and it's it's right. This is teams that pay running backs. That uh, I will said, say right? I love the mod Bradshaw, but go ahead. Dog, yeah. I get <laughs> what this graph is saying, and it's not wrong. But my counter argument to this would be playing devil's advocate. Each of these teams had a lethal weapon that they could rely on, a playmaker, a game-breaking talent like we've been talking about that they could rely on on offense. JT is that for us. We're not arguing at that. tight end at quarterback. Like they teams. had those. Okay, that that's so. What what All I'm approaching this as is is to hell with running back. To hell with positional value. JT is our game breaking talent. We've seen that from him. He showed it to us. I want to keep that guy around. I, I, it doesn't matter to me that RB is his position because he can catch the fucking ball too. He's a football player. He's good at winning games. He's good at fucking making defenses look stupid. I want to keep the guy on the field. Like that's you know, it's, it's a simple argument to me. All I'm saying is all of those teams, argument. except for three of them, have had a top five quarterback. Not every team a, has a top five quarterback. I'm not, right. I'm and, not and, arguing. And, I'm not arguing JT. I'm arguing the position. Yeah, well, position, yeah, that's the, and that's almost a different argument to me because, that's again, I'm looking at this as, as game-breaking talent, right? And at running back, I believe there's like three or four, and that's Henry, Chubb, JT, and you could probably say CMC went healthy, right? McCaffrey. Those guys, that's I'm paying. The rest of the running backs, I get it. Fuck them. You can replace them. They're gonna, you can get a 1K rusher anywhere if you get a good O-line. 
JT's not just a 1K rusher. We had a 1K rusher with Marlon Mack, right? And we fucking improved at the position by bringing to JT. Same O-line, same system almost, and fucking JT went crazy with it. So so to say he's just easily replaceable is not accurate to me. I think JT's different, man. I think I think there's three or four guys at this position, and yeah, I get it. Position, you can replace them, whatever. But like this guy can't be so easily replaced. Keep him with know. a horseshoe on the side of his helmet. Keep him on the field. Pay him fucking thirteen million if that's what he wants, dude. I'm not letting him walk over two mil. Because of what? Because you wet your bed. Hold on, I gotta mute. I mean, again. My whole argument was this is position because he plays a position. It's a waste of money. And if I'm building a team that way, I'm not spending money where I don't need it. Get- however, <sighs> however, I know you're getting ready to say something. We're in no. a situation. We're in a situation that a, the Colts mess around and put themselves in. So now they have to pay a running back, whether I agree they should or shouldn't because he is, the only um, offensive threat we have. But, I mean, you look at running backs that, that do get paid. Zeke fell off. Todd Gurley fell off. Um, who's the last one? Oh, Saquon Barkley. Or, no, it's not Saquon Barkley. Le'Veon Bell fell off. More times than not, when you invest in a running back, that second contract, it ends up going bad. So it's a waste of money on return. Yeah. So why, 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 why? So, can, can yeah, let me let me respond to that because you're exactly. you're not wrong. But there's also was, like uh, the Rams in the Super Bowl without Todd Gurley. Did they win it with Todd Gurley? No, they, they put up three they points. The, were they in the Super Bowl without Todd Gurley? Yes or no? Were they in the Super Bowl without Todd Gurley? No, but they could have gotten that production when okay. he was on the rookie deal. No, they couldn't because Jared Goff didn't play good when 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 the Rams could uh, when the Patriots could shut down the run. Your quarterback and your running back. This is a team game. They all need to play together. So yeah, we can say Shoney Masale was part of the running part of the part of the running back that, that won the game, but it was really the defense that played back. You need to build a team. You need to play to your strengths. They didn't have an overpaid quarterback. So they were able to allocate money other places because you're gonna pay a quarterback far more money. Right. So I'm not paying was, running backs. So there was my philosophy isn't going to change to Marco. Yes. Well, philosophy ain't going to win you games either because we're not winning games without John. Why? We're not going to win games with a, a stacked defense no. and wa- no. offensive no. weapons everywhere else. And we, got quarterback five rookie, we got five rookie quarterbacks. We got a receiver that you don't trust. Oh, we're back right here. We don't know who the number two is. We, we got a whole bunch of holes everywhere else. So well, you good. please tell me how we're supposed to. You're sus about this team even being able to Good. Win I guess. I guess Say, we're gonna find out who can play and who can't, and those who can play, great, and those who can't. And guess great. what? And guess what? And JT, and guess what? go get that guess money what? elsewhere, and I will spend that hey. money on something else. Okay, guess hey, what? I'm going to hold on. While you're guessing, who can play? I know Jonathan Taylor can. Cool, he can go earn his money elsewhere, and they can get handy. They can get handicapped and, and handcuffed because they paid them. And the Colts can just keep winning three. And the Colts will. Defense keep, keep and three, the four, four, offensive weapons and AR will develop into a top five guy, nope, and then we can won't. just have running backs on the nope. cheap 
Dog. All right, 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 all right. So we've gone back and forth. You're too personal about this, man. We've gone back and forth about this for about the last 45 minutes. I got paid JT. Hey, if he snaps his ACL next year, he's not worth it. Zach, Zach, Zach. And then we're going to win three games. Hey, all right, training camp. Trev, Trev, what is one of the most positional? Hey, hey. Hey, Trev, what is one of the, the biggest positions you're looking at when it comes to training camp, when it comes to position battles? Running Ooh, back. Running back, Trev. Running oh, my back. fucking God, shut up. No, there, there's actually no back. battle at running back. because <laughs> Running back? I want to see what RB2 is. Because I'm not paying JT at all. Nope, to hell with that. JT's the man. Anyways, tight end. Yeah, I'm really interested in tight end. I think we have like three guys there that are super impressive with Jelani Woods, Kylan Granson, and Andrew Ogletree has looked good in what we've seen of him too. And then obviously we have uh, Mo, who's been pretty reliable, pretty consistent. He's never taken that next step that we want him to, but he's a, he's a very solid player. Like You don't just want to get rid of him, right? Uh, so tight end is probably my favorite battle right now. I'm seeing who can win out that role and become that dependable guy for AR. Um, okay. I want to see Matt, the offensive line. There you go. Just I because, you know, come out with that. like as a former fat kid, still a fat kid, but uh, I want to see, kids except for Trev, he's just a little girl. I want to see if you know Ryan Kelly hey, can continue and improve <laughs> and get back to his former self. And who's gonna play right guard? Because that, that let's get our boy Jake in there. I, as far as I'm tracking, it's still Will Fries, isn't it? I guess I thought he was trash last year, but hopefully, I'm wrong. Oh, Will Fries was better than everything else we had, right? Yeah, Pinter, whoever else it was, the, <laughs> human, was tra- okay. the human traffic cone, and no, uh, Matt, who was old boy that was just Matt Pryor, garbage. yeah, Matt Pryor, Pryor? Yeah. Oh my the God. human traffic cone, Matt Pryor. Um, yeah, oh, unfortunately, <laughs> but yeah, offensive line for me, just because I want to see if Tony Sperano can work his magic and get him just to be consistent enough to allow AR or Gardner enough time to throw the ball. I I want to add to that before we move on to I, I not to buff up because he's our guy that came onto the show, but I really like guys like Jake Witt that fit this athletic archetype moving forward with uh, Anthony Richardson. I, I think we need these mobile guys that can move around and adjust to what AR is going to be doing, moving around the pocket, scrambling, whatever. Hey, hey, good job I, giving I, a I shout out to the up. guy we interviewed that you didn't show up for. I know. <laughs> Trust me, I was freaking livid, dude. Hey, really he's a straight up guy, man. It was pretty cool. Um, I know. I caught the very end of the episode. If anybody man, didn't see that, that uh, if anybody didn't see that, we did interview Jake White or Jake Witt. Um, if you go ahead and go on Spotify, looking up Kicking with the Crew, or go on YouTube, it is on there. We did interview him for about thirty minutes. Pretty stand-up guy, so come on out and go. Go look at that. Go watch it. Go listen. He gives some good insights. Um, nothing crazy like that, you know. Most people don't know, but it's good stuff, man. Good stuff Super about cool the player that he is, and you know things like that. Demarco, what you looking at, bro? I'm agreeing with uh, Chad here. <clears throat> I, I think the quarterback position. I think obviously we, we, I mean, we got Kenny Moore. We literally don't know who's going to start at each quarterback spot. We don't know if Juju Britt's going to come in healthy. He had that wrist surgery after the draft. Um, so I'd love to see who's going to play corner, where we're going to start there, because obviously that's going to be a position that we're watching big time for playing pretty much rookie. Thing. Outside, I agree. Uh, I agree. I agree 100%. I think uh, I've had an issue with this, right? And I'm one of the ones that was like, you know, we need to talk about this. What are the position battles we're looking at? This is the time of year that I love, man. I, I follow the position battles very thoroughly to see what's going on. 
Um, and, and I actually have a few that I'm looking at. One is clearly the offensive line. So, yeah, I'm with Zach on that one. Offensive line is huge, specifically the right side. I think the life side is intact. I think Ryan Kelly is intact. I think the right side is in question, both right tackle and right guard. It just depends, I think, yeah. on where they place Braden Smith. Because I think Who's it could change. Right tackle? It's right. still Smith right now. Right, that's it's right. still Smith right now, but it could change. Yeah, that's my point. That's well, my who point. Would put, who would you put We're, right tackle? Who? Freeland? I'm, keep, I'm yeah. keeping. Uh, no, I'm keeping. Uh, I'm keeping Smith. Smith in if, my opinion, I'm keeping Smith. Yeah, and I'm I'm putting one of these younger guys at right guard because now they're between Smith and and Kelly, and they can't be any worse than prior. I'm keeping Brady. I, I do think it'd be interesting yeah. to see how Freeland fits in there. I mean, he he yeah. was a beast at BYU. I'd love yeah. to see some snaps. I do. I do also want to say that corner is my other spot. Um, corner, only because Isaiah Rogers is not in there anymore. Um, makes me cry. Makes me sad. Um, Isaiah Rogers was a guy that I was not big on at first. Um, Demarco kept hyper, harping on him. He, he was pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. He's the Ashton Doolin of defense, dude. Yeah, he's literally yeah. our Ashton Doolin of defense, and he just he hurt bet my the soul. Over. So really, really, and not even just DB. It's corner. As it's just corners. Safeties, I think, are are pretty good. Um, I think you know Julian Blackman is going to make whoever's next to him solid, whoever it is, because that's going to be a good uh, battle to watch. Also, Um, one of my main ones is going to be the defensive front. Um, I we know that defensive tackles are good between Grover and Buckner, but I but we talked earlier. Quiddy Pay uh, and and everybody else in that in that defensive edge spot is to me can be replaceable. They're they're gonna whoever's gonna get that starting job's role. Open. What's up? The job's open. Like yeah, so, someone fact. can reach up and take that. I mean, as far as I'm tracking, uh, Samson Ibukim is the only guy that's on like a second contract. Right? I mean, obviously you have like your right. that are on like one one point five million deals, but I'm talking like guys that have getting paid samson's the only one that really got paid everyone else jobs open man like so, someone step step up and set that edge biggest spot offensively to me is the slot receiver oh it's rb2 bro oh now we care about running backs <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I mean, I feel like no. this. I, I, no, I, I, oh man, I set that one up. <laughs> it's RB two. That's who we give. No, I honestly. RB two Zach Moss. I mean, he's he, he was solid. <laughs> in his reserve I don't know. I like the Hall kid. Like if I'm being yeah, serious, I was just about to say. Uh, like, I think Evan Hall could actually well. could actually be better than Zach Moss and younger um, and cheaper. Zach and Jackson. Just I have because, him as a, a situational guy. Just because right now. if he develops, I think he literally could be. Jonathan Taylor, like for real, he's that talented. I watched him at Northwestern, like trash team, very solid running back. Let me ask you guys this question. McKenzie or Josh Downs? I'm going down. Which way are you going? Uh, right now. I was going to Zach about Cole. I think Cole is going to be the number two. Just because it might be easier to, you know, maybe choose between Zach Moss and DJ, because you got a younger guy there. Um, and then as far as McKenzie Downs, I feel like it's a little tougher to decide because I, I like what Isaiah can bring in experience-wise in the slot uh, receiver position. But as far as like 
expectations. And from what I've seen from Josh Downs, I think Josh Downs can easily be a day one starter. So I'm pretty I think split. He's, uh, that's a, yeah. a big-time battle that I'm looking for. Go ahead, Trey. Yeah, I, I think th- Downs could be offensive rookie of the year. He's that talented. He's, the, he's that um, talented, but I don't think he'll be in the situation to What's the concerns with his injuries right now, though? Hamstrings. Uh, no, it was knee. Knee. Oh, was I think that was yeah. I think that was mostly precautionary because those those drills weren't really necessary, and I think they feel like he was far along to not have him, you know, trying to do yeah. drills and aggravate it. So I wouldn't say injury wise, it's really anything with him as long as he can stay healthy. But like Trev said, I don't think situationally we're going to be in like we shouldn't be putting AR in a passing situation where Josh Downs needs to have a uh, right. 700 yard season, five touchdowns, something like that. I mean, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I don't think he'll be in that situation. No, I think. Do you? you Go ahead. My bad. Yeah, I I give I give the edge to McKenzie right now. I mean, obviously he's more experienced. I he he had the occasional like pretty big games at Buffalo. He was never the main guy over there, obviously. But uh, I mean, I, I like the guy's talent. I like his experience. I think he has the edge easily over Downs right now. But my prediction is, I think around mid season or. You know, sort of in the dog days of the season, we see Josh Downs really step into that role and perform well. Once he's gotten some reps, he's learned more, and then other guys are banged up, and it creates an opportunity for him. So I think Josh Downs comes on uh, later in the season and, and really performs. I'm going to go where I think Josh Downs is a starter, just because I truly – Josh Downs is a starter in the slot, or at two, or however, Pierce and Downs flip it. However, whatever they do, they play one X, Z, Y, F, H, whatever it is. Um, just because I think, like, Reggie Wayne is absolutely in love with Downs. We've yeah. read that before. And I also feel like if they're going to go young, they're probably going to go young at every position possible. Sure. And truly let these guys, like, develop that chemistry and want to play together. So I think that there's potential in that aspect where day one, week one, you see downs get used similarly to how T.Y. got used, a lot of drags, a lot of corner routes. I was going to say that. I mean, because, like, they're similar. Like, he has that Paris Campbell-type mm-hmm. speed as well. He and McKenzie are, in my opinion, both the gadget receivers. But I feel like the Colts are going to give benefit of the doubt to the younger guys yeah. because, I mean, that's the future versus Isaiah McKenzie, who's been in the league five years. And he's used 55% of the time in Buffalo. Now, I was, I was even going to say that, too. Um, my first thought about Josh Downs was the T.Y. Hilton in his rookie year where he wasn't, yeah. like, a huge impact. But then his second year, he became, like, yeah. that guy. That, that's where I have him, too. I think, too, like, I, I give a lot of credit to Ballard for this move because I, I know I was, and I think some of you guys were, too, kind of concerned about uh, when PC signed with the Giants. Like that kind of leaves a gap, you know, who's just hitting his stride, finally healthy. And we're all a little yeah. bit disappointed about it because we, we're all Paris Campbell fans. But I think it is. No, you it, guys it, were. I wasn't. Sure, I couldn't sure. stand it. <laughs> it, it makes Zach, for, we know you're not a fan of anybody. So <laughs> it, it makes room for, for a You just future threat the shoe, nobody else. <laughs> yeah. right. Don't give a fuck who wears it. <laughs> I don't yeah, care. I personally feel bad for Paris Campbell because the Giants got like six slot wide receivers now. They just signed Cole Beasley as well. So I don't know. Oh, I, don't know where, I, don't know where, I don't even know where Campbell fits anymore. Bro, that, that roster is so deep in so many positions, but it's like 
in slot and wide receiver, they have so many players. They got like fourteen like, receivers. Yeah, they got like four, like legitimately four, like fourteen. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And they could they could have just kept Tony and made it work with him. Because, but what they got to do is they got to make sure that they give the receivers to their forty million dollar quarterback. So. Yeah, because he's still got Kenny work. Galloway. Because he's he's more important than uh Saquon Barkley. Fair enough. Pretty sure Kenny Kenny Galloway is a free agent official. Yeah. Fair enough. Good. Yeah. Uh, the Jets the Jet the Jets as trash as they're gonna be with their seven wins of Aaron Rodgers is gonna be better than the <laughs> New York Giants. And they've been hyping them up like crazy. That's fine. They're gonna hype him up because of Aaron Rodgers. That's why they got the knockouts. But percentage wise. Yeah, any team who participates in the knockouts or the hard uh, what are hard knocks, uh, they get um, they they usually lose five games more than they did the season prior. Well, they got to- voluntold they had to be in it, not because they wanted to. Yeah, they got voluntold because they got Aaron Rodgers. It don't third, matter. This is the third time on hard so, knocks. I so guess. look at look at whatever their record was last year and minus yeah. anywhere between one and five. I think it was like what five wins. I, I, I can't see. No, that. they have seven. I can't that's see all. that much worse. Yeah, so they're going to be like, about. They're. I think. I think they're going to have about like a two to six four, win team. Four to, yeah, I'm telling no you. No way. You, you don't see that. No, no way. I'm, I'm not even lying. It's 100. That defense statistic. is so good, though. There's literally a statistic around no, it. No, I, every I, yeah. team. I, it's I think crazy. they're too talented to be that bad. I looked. I looked into it because when we got on it during the midseason one, I was like, oh no, and then we were trash. <laughs> yeah, we, we were literally trash. Yeah, yeah you're like, before we made the playoffs. We missed by a game. We were like, we were like four yeah, to five games off of what we were. The we were two yeah. games worse. Two games worse. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm telling you, uh, the Jets aren't believe. making the playoffs. Same thing with the Cardinals. To this day, I will say that loss in Jacksonville changed the trajectory of our freaking franchise. Because if we win that and we go to the play, if we win that and we go to the playoffs, we would have kept Carson. We had two games in a row to win: beat the Raiders, beat the Jags. Yeah, but the Jags was the worst. The worst was no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't. Yeah, the reason why I think that the Raiders game was worse than losing the Jags is because we tend. We tentatively lose to the Jags frequently. We, we we split with them. I mean, I don't I don't know how often we've actually swept them. Probably with Andrew Luck when he went sixteen and zero against the division. Not since twenty fourteen. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, Andrew time. Luck went sixteen and zero. He he went undefeated against the division Eight, for no, multi yeah. years. No, it was sixteen. The dude was in double digits against the division. Oh, he okay. never he lost in Tennessee. I got I got you. I got you. Yeah, he career, never he lost to like Tennessee. He was like 12 and overs Tennessee. He had two losses yeah, versus Jacksonville. Versus and then he had like the most losses he had was versus Houston. He like split. Yeah, He's like 500 was, versus Houston. He was giving it. It was a good record. It was a good record, but it was undefeated I, versus um, Tennessee. But he did. But I'm pretty sure at one point he did go 16 and 0. You guys, if you guys deep depth, I'm pretty sure we could find that correction. I may be wrong. But um, what was the point? Talking about the Jacksonville or Raiders loss with the Carson. Yeah, Raiders. no, Raiders we always beat. Yeah, that, I know. Raiders were I, I know. I just, we always beat. And that Raiders game was at home. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's the fact that like the fans are wearing clown masks to the stadium. They're the fucking worst team in the league. We're hot. We're trying to go to the playoffs. Like it should have been a Look, shoot. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I make? Can I say something about this? Because this one pisses me off. 
Is that Frank Wright? I see it a lot of trash talk. No, 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 not Frank Wright. This one's not Frank Wright. We had a good week of practice. It just didn't no, 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 no. Jacksonville, right, that year drafted Trevor Lawrence, expecting him to be their savior, and they only won three games. There was no reason for them to wear clown masks against us, right? Yeah, the fans I mean, they wore were it. Dramatic. The fans wore it because it was the end of the season. It had nothing to do with us. It they had wanted, to do um, with the fact that yeah, yeah, they, 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 they wanted the, the GM fired. Yeah, they were yeah. talking about how trash the team was, but like everyone knew they were taking that year. So it was but a here's weird the thing from the fucking Jags. Jacksonville, even with their record, and I'm gonna make a hot take, and one of you guys can quote this for me if you want, so that I can make it a graphic. Jacksonville has not been a bad team on paper in the last 20 years. What? In the last 20 years. Y'all can look it up. Y'all can look it up. Uh, on paper. The last 20 years. On paper. I'm not talking on paper. I'm going to pull a quote from, uh, from DeMarco a couple days ago and say they were bereft of talent just a couple years ago. Yeah, that's DeMarco. He's a bereft of talent everywhere. That's just but my favorite quote because it's so, it sounds so smart and I love it. But what I'm saying is uh, there's only been a couple years in the last 20 years where they have actually been a terrible roster. I personally think they still bereft of talent. They just got a coach and a quarterback. Oh, you're high right now. No, I, 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 think, hey, I think they're pretty good. Hey, hey, email me what you're smoking. You can't email me what you're smoking because here's the thing. I don't give a fuck. I'm on three months of leave. Delta eight. I got cut this part. Cut this part. I ain't shaved in three weeks. The longest time I've gone, I'm going till the 28th of September, but listen, no, for real. Like I don't think the Jaguars are that bad of a team. Do I think they're good enough to compete with the elite? No, I don't, but do I think, but now, if I look at it, do I think the Bengals are good enough to compete with the elite? No, I don't. Because really? do I look at the elite and I think elite, I think Kansas City. And I don't want to say that out loud because I got friends who are Kansas City fans and I'm like, I don't know. Well, really they are. I mean, I mean, the facts are the facts. They are elite. They're elite. They're elite. You don't, you don't play and they're elite the because AFC of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But do I think Jacksonville is good enough to contend with them? No, I do not. Do I no. think Jacksonville is good enough to win the AFC South? Yes. Why? Because we're trash. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're AFC, solid the team. AFC, they're a 10-win team. No, no. Jacksonville's not a 10-win team. On paper, I think, I think they are. I think they're a 9-win team. I think they continue to be a 9-win team. Will Levis sign his rookie deal? I thought yes, Bryce he did. Young signed his rookie Will deal. Will Levis did. Will he Levis signed did. it today. He's second round pick. I don't care. Mayo coffee and we're gonna, we'll probably have our sign by tomorrow. I don't I care. I think it's done. I think it's about he, to be a done deal. He puts Dukes in it, so I ain't about that life. Damn, how's Trev have this whole new setup and he's the one that drops out? What a fucking loser. What do you mean? Trev's here. Oh, DeMarco dropped out. That was out. DeMarco. I think I made Where's a mistake. DeMarco. Oh, I see, I see how you talk about me now. Damn, bro, DeMarco. You have internet issues? No, oh, I don't know. What the hell is <laughs> this? You missed it. He, to... Yeah, he, he just threw me out of us. He said, damn, Trev just take... fucking left. I was just trying to uh, take the comment off the screen. To be, to be fair... To be fair, I think the reason why I don't look at Jacksonville as like they've been a trash team is because Jacksonville has given us fits, right? I think if we look at our overall rival within our division, it's always been Jacksonville. Yeah, but Houston would make a differ. A Houston? No. No, no, no. Houston was only for a few years. Yeah, yeah but I feel like they're always – Houston, since they, like, they got good, 
the two times, the two periods they got good, I always felt like the rivalry was way bigger with Houston than it was. I don't think it was, man, because I I remember, I remember growing up, right, and from 2000 to 2010, right, because below that, really good defense. Below that, when I was when I was learning football, right, Right. but from 2000 to 2010, because that's kind of the time frame I go on, because I was able to make my own decisions and choose things. Jacksonville was always the team that I was like, I don't really want to play them. I don't. I don't want to play them. Even when and at that not. time, I was a kid, so I didn't even realize that Jacksonville was within our division. I was always wondering why we were playing them twice a year. But they were always a problem for us. Houston yeah. was never on my radar. Tennessee was never Houston. on my radar. The only reason Houston was on or Tennessee was on my radar was because I played on their team as in like the NFL video games. Wasn't even just Madden. I just liked their uniforms at the time. So I would play with them on Madden with Eddie George. I just like to run with Eddie George. But when it came to actually like thinking, oh shit, Jacksonville's on our roster, Jacksonville, no. Or Jacksonville's on our schedule, no, I don't want to play Jacksonville. Well, no, I say early 2000s, I hated the Jags, but for the most part, I've always disliked you. I, I want to say, I want to say, y'all Aaron hated Aaron Foster used to rip us yeah, apart. Yeah, that's but I, but that's like 2010s enough. The, the, the Texans competed. I know, but I just never really, I never really felt any immediate yeah. the Jags because we were still always. So I did when successful. I was a kid. I did when well, I was a kid. I, I don't like, know. I you well, saw them in the. We have the Jags. I felt like we. I don't want to. I don't want to make this sound like a like a like a shot because it might. You be saw them in the Central when it was like the Bengals, the Browns, yeah. the Jaguars, yeah. the Steelers. But I don't. I don't. I don't want to make this sound like a shot. But maybe my like, because we're all on the same level now. But like when I was a kid, maybe my maturity level was a little bit NFL wise different. So like when I looked at Jacksonville, I was like, oh my god, fuck that team. You know, or Houston, I didn't fear them because they were a new team, so I didn't really know them much. Oh, I didn't fear any of them. I just oh no, I feared them. I feared them. There were two teams that I feared when I was a kid, right? And it's gonna sound crazy. Uh, well, three three teams that I feared as a kid. No, it was Houston or not Houston. It was Jacksonville, Kansas City, New England, Kansas City, because they used to for some reason beat us every time when I was a kid. And I used to just hate playing them. Jacksonville, they were our division rivals that just always gave us shit. And they always had solid teams. And then New England, for everyone knows why New England. Yeah, it was just, I hated playing Houston. Houston and New England. Houston, I didn't start to hate. I felt like we were going to beat everybody. But I just hated playing Houston and New England. Houston, I didn't start to hate until we drafted Andrew Luck. Oh, I got bounced. I didn't like playing the Saints. I got bounced. Go Colts. Yeah, it's a bye. Right, <laughs> yeah, we've been live for a while. <laughs> Even my buddy yeah, Brian just yeah, came Brian, back on uh, and said, wait, <laughs> wait a second. Can, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brian, you can trade us Austin Eckler. That'll make uh, Zach real happy. Yeah, you guys missed about a 40-minute debate if you left for a while. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna lie, I definitely like the new brick background compared to what yeah. we were running. It's cool, man. Well, yeah, yeah boys. All right. Uh, I appreciate everybody coming out. It was a good debate. It was fun. Yeah, uh, see y'all like ten of y'all at night. So please uh, like, subscribe, share, get us a real, please.
Thank you for yeah. Listening. Let us know even afterwards what y'all think about the running back debate. I know everybody's a little on, you know, everybody's different for each show or each uh, topic. And that one specific is yeah. very heavy right now. So let us know what y'all think. Let us know what y'all think. Give us your hot take. How much you pay in JT? For real. And it's always go Colts no matter what here. No and also give what, us, give us y'all training camp battles and what you guys look to see for. Facts. Also, let us know what you want to see other sports-wise. We're working we on it, I promise. We have announced that we are going to be doing uh, or branching out to other sports. And uh, I have officially finished the uh, introduction to that. So I can play that real quick for everybody, but we will be doing other sports very soon. So very if y'all let us know what y'all want to, what y'all want to see, what y'all want to hear, what y'all want to hear us talk about, let us know. I'm going to play that intro real quick. So y'all get the little hand up it. Oh, what's going on? Hold on. Oh shit! It ended early. Didn't know it was gonna do that. But all right, whatever. Hey, I'm in. in there. I love how you put our teams on there. I saw the Lakers in there, That's the Gators in there. Yeah, I put the Gators oh, in there. Amazing. I put uh, so so I what I did LSU, was I saw the Devils. I put LSU. I put Gators. It was the LSU yeah. Gators game because I couldn't yeah, decide what college team in there. I put Devils in there. Um, I didn't put Pacers for Zach, but Zach got you know he gets the Colts, so he. <laughs> but. Pacers aren't really worth mentioning. Most and I had to start off with Kobe because, to me, in my opinion, Kobe's one of the greatest oh, athletes yeah. of all time, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. He's one of the guys that you Absolutely. think sports. If I think sports, I'm thinking Kobe. Yeah. 100%. If, I, if I'm not a sports fan, yeah, facts. 100%. Dude, pe- people Kobe, that don't even happen. know shit about sports, when they throw a piece of paper in the trash can, they say, Kobe. Kobe. Facts. There's either two people you name. It's either Kobe or Michael Jordan. Uh, I ain't nobody going Michael Jordan. No, it's Kobe. Mm, no, Kobe, Kobe every time for me. So, And I'm not even a Lakers fan. So Rest in peace. What a legend, bro. For sure, for sure. But yeah, we'll absolutely be uh, going live in. with uh, more sports soon. I promise we've been working on it. Everyone, nah, Brian, I mean, we don't mess with Mizzou. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah, we, we don't. We don't. But wow, everybody, everybody. again, it is it's all, always it's all ever. Good, Chad. We don't hate the ones that are great. I mean, we only hate the ones that are great. We don't hate the good ones. It is forever. Go Colts. Go Colts. AR5. JT28, pay that man. Let's go. Go Colts. Let's go, baby. He is going to drop the throw. Fires deep along the right sideline for Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. He's got it. Touchdown! Touchdown! 